Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey guys, just uh, before we start the show, just a quick warning, about 26 minutes into the episode, we start talking about the HBO miniseries The Jinx, uh, and we start talking about it in a fairly spoilery kind of way, so if you don't want to hear that, uh, skip ahead about 5 minutes past around the 26 minute mark, Uh, and if you do want to hear it, then don't. Okay, enjoy the show. Hello, welcome to episode 159 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode is dropping on Wednesday, April 8th, 2015, and my name is Dan Gorman, the dream was over coming up was the dream really over yes it was <laughs> or was it <laughs> my name is casey lyons slumber parties are the cat's pajamas especially when i wear my cat pajamas <laughs> my name is greg Legro, and i don't care what the police say the tickets are solid gold it ain't but a two cut of two by fours i spray painted gold and it was jesus who gave them to me behind the kfc <laughs> and said to sell them so i could get some money and go to outer space I met an alien named Stevie who said if I got the cash together, he'd take me and my wife and his flying saucer to his planet made entirely of crack cocaine. You can smoke all the crack cocaine there you want, totally free. So try and send an innocent man to jail and see what happens. You should arrest Jesus because he's the one who gave me the golden tickets and said to sell them. I'm willing to wear a wire to set up Jesus. (laughs) Oh, my God. That is an actual police statement from a guy who got arrested for selling golden tickets to heaven. (laughs) Oh, man. He got arrested for selling golden tickets to heaven. Right. He took wood and spray painted a golden golden tickets to heaven so he could buy more crack cocaine. Yeah, sure. So he could afford his plane tickets to outer space to go to the planet that's made of crack. I don't know. Why didn't he just this use the tickets? Out. Do you guys no, know? They're going to go to heaven. Oh, they're, oh, so he just wants to go to no. outer space to right. crack cocaine. Jesus gave him planet crack cocaine. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys know where he can get one of those tickets? That sounds, I don't know. Sounds I'm, not yeah. too bad. I'm so I like that he's like ready to sell Jesus out at the end. I'm willing to wear a wire to set Jesus up. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> now, if I was it's a cop, like, I would not be able to resist. I'd be no. like, I'll look into this. Yeah, let's yeah. go set Jesus up. <laughs> yeah, you know what? <laughs> I feel like following this. See where yeah. it goes. <laughs> it sounds like Ronnie Dobbs. Yeah. <laughs> it's insane. I couldn't believe it. He's like, well, if I don't try to follow the story, yeah. you know, I can't prove let's that see it's not true. Let's if we can meet this Stevie the alien. I met an alien named Stevie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, that's great. Most wonderful thing. Let's make this movie, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just that. Yeah. That's totally. the whole movie. An alien comes, Stevie, Stevie the alien comes to Earth, yeah. hangs out behind a KFC. Hey, these golden tickets aren't real. <laughs> Imagine the guy's luck. Not only did he meet Jesus, who was like, hey, here's some golden tickets you can sell to make yourself yeah. some money. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I met Jesus. And he got gave me golden tickets. Then the same guy. <laughs> Happens to meet an alien yeah. named Stevie. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know which is more impressive. I'd be disappointed in Jesus. Like, I thought you got to heaven by praying and being a yeah, good person. Totally, Turns yeah. out golden tickets. Yeah. <laughs> I threw no the salts up here. All these fucking <laughs> kids from Wuka. I like how adamant he is, too, that the golden tickets are not two by fours. He spray painted gold. I was like, you know they can check that, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and two by fours. Yeah, Does this guy know what a ticket is? Yeah. Is now wait whole... while I hit you over the head with this golden ticket. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to save himself some time and spray painted some, you know, uh, printing paper. Yeah. 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 Nice and light. Or some silver tickets. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody would know. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh boy. This is all very silly. Sorry that was so long, but I just had to. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's, uh, that's some good stuff. <laughs> this week we have tons to talk about that don't involve painted golden tickets, although hopefully some of it does. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, all downhill now. We yeah. rolled last week for Furious 7 and super fast so we'll talk about that in film roulette as well as the 51st dates soundtrack that casey made us listen to uh we'll roll for movies Brian, next week you listen to it oh yeah uh i will be talking about the season three premiere of 90210 in 90210 yeah relay at the end of the episode and we'll uh, get into some news and what we've watched and other such things off the top of the episode as we always do um, and that's about the gist of it. If you would like to email us with your thoughts about this episode or any of our previous episodes, you can email us at info at modernsuperior.com. We, uh, we love it when you do that. And you can also subscribe and rate us on iTunes. Please do that if you haven't. And uh, more, yeah. So let's yeah. Uh, get into the itty-bitty tidbit committee where we talk about the news, what we've been watching, and uh, just generally whatever... Uh, comes up and usually this lasts about 45 minutes mm -hmm. so uh yeah. yeah just saying i'm gonna start saying that because i know people probably like where's film roulette and just like generally that's about the, how but long let them look for it yeah, yeah. <laughs> let them sit through this bullshit because yeah. you don't know to get yeah, to that true. they're gonna check 45 minutes and it's not gonna be right <laughs> yeah. it'll be a, right on a spoiler yeah <laughs> he was dead the whole time so nobody listen to dan and his little uh time frames here don't impose on me man no i Maybe know this bit is already fucking done you know what time for film roulette okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever this music sounds like. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> um, I I watched a couple things. Um, what do we what do we do? We want to do some news. Do some news off yeah, the top. Yeah, okay. news off the top. My the first thing that I've written down is the news that they are looking to make a Play-Doh film, and they have attached Paul Fig to it. Right, which yeah. just seems like wow, we could take anything with the right and make it a movie with the right names attached, like yeah. like well, Lego. <laughs> yeah. uh, there was you know the wizard. Yeah, yeah that's true. We made that. that they was made the yeah. product. Doesn't Battleship. always work. I think Lego Movie was really lucky. No, well, yeah, it, definitely. It was, it's Chris Miller and Phil Lord. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like. Th that's why that was successful. Yeah. It's not because of Lego. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, people like Lego, mm. but yeah, like a lot of the sort of like nostalgia stuff was baked into the script yeah. and stuff, which yeah. made it even better. But the fact that it was just the humor was there. Yeah, right. Well, everybody still thinks Paul Feig is uh, like, but the, can do no wrong. Is that what's happening? I don't know. I guess. Yeah, I've been hearing good things about this spy movie. Yeah, I, the yeah. trailer. It me. It, the trailer doesn't look so great, but I have a feeling, like I said in our thread, some of the characters that are like around the sides look good. Like yeah. Statham doing kind of like a parody of his action movie stuff looks yeah. kind of funny. Yeah, and uh, what's his name? Uh, I can't remember. Jude Law? Uh, yeah, Jude Law looks like he might be pretty funny. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. I, I want her to be in a movie that isn't Bridesmaids that like really, really works, but it feels like it's just, you know, it's been a string of movies that kind of play off the same sensibility. So yeah. we'll see. Big Fat Idiot. That's, that's what she does now. And that's really like, uh, it, it just seems like she's selling herself short. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. I did. I liked her in St. Vincent. You guys weren't a fan of that movie, no, but no. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I I'll, I I would like to see Spy. I like spy spoofy stuff, but mm-hmm. it was just nailed so well with uh, Kingsman. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. I don't know. Plato. It's gonna ha- like I could see how that could lend itself visually. I, yeah, I could. Th- I think it. You know, to try and be positive, it could work in yeah. some ways. Like I like a lot of that. Like if it's if it's. Well, it will be. Mo- there should be stop motion animation to this. I, I would, would, I would assume. So, yeah, yeah. Was, I don't want to watch CGI Play-Doh. No, <laughs> should, the movie there's should no, be made no with point Play-Doh. To that. Yeah. You know, to some degree. Yeah, not all of it. It's yeah, totally. Because like Lego was made with a lot of CG, but you could tell there was some. Yeah, stuff. You know, or at yeah. least uh, you know you can make C- you. Uh, with, I think with Lego you can have the CG work in your favor. You know, because it is hard yeah. shapes that are you know they don't bend and move. But I feel like you'll lose some of the. Because I liked stuff like, when I was a kid. I loved like Gumby and then like yeah. Pingu and shit like that. Yeah, it's, oh yeah, Pingu. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't thought about that in a long time. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> Just coming on like the little shorts in between things yeah, on yeah, TVO yeah. or something. Something like, I never in uh, English. Yeah, it's like yeah. I don't know why that, that his dad's so mad at him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that kind of th- like I can definitely enjoy that sort of thing, and I think there's a element of uh, or, or a world of humor that's yeah. not really exploited that. Uh, Definitely in a long time. I don't know. I think there's something that could be done, but I don't think it will. No. <laughs> yeah, I think I it, and it's. I don't think it's something that's like set in stone yet. So it feels very like a. Hey, we might announce this. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm lukewarm on the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of. I'm waiting. Yeah. We'll see about Paul Fig. I feel like he's just getting. He's the name that they're attaching to everything right now, right? right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Especially if it's a comedic based. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see about that. Yeah. What else? Yeah, we'll see about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was the big Twin Peaks news. Yeah, right. yeah, that uh, David Lynch is off the project, but Showtime may still Might go through go with it anyway. Yeah. <sighs> I know you've been kind of worried about it. Well, I-, I was worried about it when David Lynch was attached. Yeah. But now, I mean, I, I feel like it's just going to be... And now he he left because of contract disputes, not because of uh, like, oh, like artistic or, yeah. uh, direction or anything like that. But still, I feel like it's just going to feel like even David Lynch feels too these days feels too slick for Twin Peaks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, stuff like Lost Highway and Mulholland Drive and and even that uh, Inland Empire. Yeah, um, it's it's just it's too it, it's not quirky enough, and I, I hate that but uh, <laughs> but i think it's true yeah uh, i don't know but i i hold out zero hope for it now yeah people I say see. people are some people were i think somebody on our facebook page was saying like well you know he was only directing a certain amount of the originals but then somebody yeah. counterpointed with like well but he was involved with it the whole way through so, yeah. yeah like i mean yeah. stylistically it was all still very much his vision yeah and, and 
like he, he was involved every step of the way totally and yeah and this i think is just a bad idea mm-hmm. and I, I i feel like many people will drop off as a result of him being i would assume like, so can you see kyle mclaughlin really giving a fuck about it without david lynch there maybe mm-hmm. what's he doing <laughs> right now outside of that uh, he's like, I don't, I actually pretty don't awesome know. on Portland. That's what I was gonna say. Like, if <laughs> yeah. I I was actually unsure if he's like on something major or not. That he could yeah. just be like, "Hey, see ya." Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. That's another kind of like. Yeah. Uh, we'll I see. Know. You know. I don't know. I hope it yeah. doesn't happen now. Yeah. That's what I feel like. Yep. I'm like, I just don't want. Well, I don't want to fake Twin Peaks. Because no. Yeah. no, like, even, I don't know. I might be too cynical about it because with him not being there, no matter what they put out, it'd be like. They're trying so hard to be David Lynch. Yeah. But if they don't do that, then I'll be like, why aren't they trying to be like David Lynch? <laughs> <laughs> Either way, you're going to talk like this. Yeah. That's going to be my new thing. Um, <laughs> and I feel like we've had a, a, like a lot of, of TV shows try and do that. There was that like Haven show. There was like a couple shows that were that came out that lasted like one or two seasons that were like, it's kind of like Twin Peaks, right? Oh, a yeah. weird cookie Anything town. Anything was slightly off balance with yeah. you know, the next Twin Peaks, you know. Yeah. It will forever, you know. Totally. Yeah. Um yeah. I wrote down uh the I watched some of the Saturday Night Live with Michael Keaton. I watched, I watched all of it. Some yeah. of it as well. I didn't yeah. have a lot of time. I saw I saw the first little bit. Okay. Yeah, I I basically I I came home from my Easter weekend and my brother was like, "Oh, I'm finishing SNL and I saw the last sketch and I thought it was pretty funny and then or I think it was the last sketch. And then he was like, oh, there was these two things that made me laugh earlier and showed me. And I was like, yeah, those three things were really funny. But I'm not going to watch the whole thing. <laughs> I'm guessing the Easter basket sketch yeah. was one of that them. That was yeah. the first. Oh, I, yeah. see that. I saw the uh, the movie, the, uh, the, the filmed thing. The, oh, yeah, the I saw some date. of that. I didn't see the whole part of that. Oh, uh, I was actually really surprised at how funny that was. I thought it was fucking great. There was some I, good parts I really that, don't, that I saw. I'm not a big fan of Mike O'Brien. Mm. And I was glad to see him kind of ejected yeah. from the featured players last year and uh and and yeah i was like oh they're still letting because i mean he was a writer well before he was featured yeah. um and, and so he stayed on the writing staff and i'm yeah. like oh they're still letting him do his little thing and then he did this and i'm like oh yeah no, all right. yeah he's awesome. been doing a lot of the little films right he's, yeah, yeah but uh two of them so far have just been god awful okay and then this, this the one was I've really seen. great yeah. yeah i thought there was some funny stuff like the my class my next class is in here with the yeah <laughs> yeah she she was fucking yeah. hilarious yeah. no that hit a home run with nothing going on <laughs> yeah. for you <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, it was pretty funny. Such a fucking genius. But I think I think most of it was due to Michael Keaton, though. Yeah, I think he was the the reason that the Easter basket. Like, go back and watch. I think that was one of the last sketches. It was. I'll watch though. It was the like. It's late enough for us to put something really bizarre out there. Yeah, Yeah, those are those are like. I I think every hardcore SNL fan is like. Actually, my favorite sketches are the ones. uh, Yeah, the the garbage. The ten to one. They call them like ten to one or yeah, Yeah, the ten to ones and and. I, I'm no different. The, the, those are generally usually my favorite ones. Yeah, mm-hmm. that one was funny some great stuff. There, yeah. it was it just was, basically it was him. Like it's, it's sort of a uh, being a weirdo. Yeah, I think it's a, a specific writer who does those because okay. there was one with Steve Buscemi. Yeah, um, a year or two ago that was very similar. It was him yeah. with like Christmas ornaments or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he, uh, he had a really good line about hollow uh, <laughs> Easter bunny chocolates. Uh, <laughs> And he's like, some people like the solid ones, but then how are you going to get your little dick in there or whatever? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, and the best thing about it, I, I, it's a sketch. You can spoil those. Yeah, right? yeah it's fine. Is that he please playing this really weird character and, and he's like pulling out all these Easter things from an Easter basket. 
And then he's like, well, that's all for now. I'm Michael Keaton. Yeah. <laughs> so he reveals himself. Yeah. And uh, what's her name? Um, Kate McKinnon. Kate McKinnon was really funny in that She's... one. Just like all she had to do was stand there and talk weird with like her teeth like in her gums a little. Yeah. And it was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> She's, yeah, She's like, I don't know, like. Yeah, I, I, the, this person's the new this person yeah. or whatever. But uh, yeah, if there needs to be a new Kristen Wiig, it's, yeah. it's certainly yeah, Kate totally. McKinnon, except for she's completely uh, a whole other thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that like she'll serve as more in a role of like uh, like a lot of home run characters, but really fill out a lot of sketches. She's yeah. almost like filling the Bill Hader void. I yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's actually a, that's a, a good a way, really yeah. good call. Mm-hmm. Um, totally, she's so good. Yeah. yeah, and the CNN oh, sketch I really thought was was funny with the like oh, with the, reenactments. the 3D reenactments and stuff, and they were like, "We got the guy that did uh, the Dire Straits Money for Nothing." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that was awesome. And yeah. then just the reenactment of like the the like people saying no to the <laughs> oh yeah the the interpretive dancers yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they were like, awesome. "No, nope, oh, they nope, seem nope. to have lost the thread now. <laughs> now they're all like, just dancing." It's <laughs> just him like shaking his finger. I was like, <laughs> yeah. "Fucking funny!" Yeah, I, I liked the opening monologue thing too because it, even it was just you know. Uh, Taron Killam and Bobby Whitehead trying to get him to be Batman or Beetlejuice. Yeah. Yeah. And it went on for a bit and I'm kind of like, all right, I get it. But then when he said, I'm Batman in the showtime, I was like, hee hee. Oh my God. I was like, I read an article about it before, uh, but before I saw it that, uh, that said, like, uh, Michael Keaton reprises his roles as Batman yeah, and Beetlejuice. And I was like, oh, man, I got to see this. And he literally just says, says three words. Yeah. I'm like, well. <laughs> like, Bobby Moynihan and Taron Killam reprised more than he did. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it was so worth it. It was oh, worth yeah, it totally. to hear him say each it, 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 I'm just fully enjoying the return of Michael Keaton. Definitely. He seems to really be enjoying yeah, it, too. Yeah. Well, yeah, That's the best thing about it. And it was really cool to see him, yeah, like, that this is, I feel like, the first time since the other guys he's been like fully out in comedy mode. Yeah, like he's been in like obviously funny stuff, but yeah. this was just like I'm funny tonight. This yeah. is it. Yeah, and oh, even, yeah. That I think my favorite sketch of the whole thing. I was saying to my sister because she's the one who urged me to watch it, and the whole the whole writing of this whole episode felt really early '90s weird. Yeah, which mm. which was kind of my favorite yeah. like uh, period of weirdness. Yeah. Um, uh, or you know, like like when Conan and, and Bob Odenkirk yeah, yeah. were were still around. Right. Um, <laughs> did you guys see the uh, the sketch about the the ad agency? No, but and he had weird ideas or something. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah, it's uh, you definitely have to watch it because it <laughs> it feels like a ten to yeah. one sketch. For some reason, uh, the only other sketch I saw was the like future couch thing with like the. That's really weird. It was really weird, but I it feel was like that funny. one fell flat. But but, but some but of it was funny. I, I feel like the writing of it was funny, but yeah. I feel like just the way it was performed, it just kind of fell flat. Yeah, it probably didn't. I don't know. I'm not gonna. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it probably didn't in dress rehearsal. <laughs> 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 yeah, well, they're still going to do a... They got another documentary. It's going to play um, uh, Hot Docs, I think, live from New York, and it's not the James Franco one. There's a whole other one that's about... It's called Live from New York? Yeah. Is it based on... Well, I, I guess you I can think you base it might a be. documentary on a book. Yeah, I think it might Why be. Not? It might be. I know that I just saw some news just about because I think it's playing hot docs and it's like they're going to give it a theatrical run. I think or something. Holy crap! Is this, it Tom Shales who's making it? I'm not sure. Let me load this up. Does Why hot dogs yourself? Does hot dogs want me to think hot dogs <laughs> every time? Is that their thing? Is it supposed time. to be like that? Because they say hot dogs, I'm like, yes, hot dogs. Uh, I'd like a hot dog. <laughs> Trying to trick me, <laughs> yeah, because I'm going to be really disappointed. Hello, I'm here there. for the hot dogs. Oh, yeah, how, how good are <laughs> yeah. the hot dogs at the hot dogs? Uh, it's about World War Two. <laughs> <laughs> 
They uh, didn't have a hot dog. Maybe they did. Maybe they. That's there. how they used to see a really depressing documentary, and they're like, "Here's a hot dog." Uh, would you like a hot dog? <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. Things are looking up for old World War Two. <laughs> yeah. So 2015. <laughs> it doesn't look like. Uh, just as has been reflecting and influencing the United States for 40 years in comedy, live from New York goes deep inside this cultural phenomenon, exploring the laughter that pulses through American politics, tragedy, and popular culture. Uh, explores the early years of Saturday Night Live. Hmm. All uh, right. 2015, directed by Bao Nguyen. So, hmm. and it's got everybody in it. I don't see a based, uh, like everybody from, obviously, yeah. the history. I don't see a uh, based on. All right. Well, if it's, if it's about the early years of uh, Saturday Night Live, why didn't they just call it cocaine? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Looks good. Uh, well, I don't, I'll see it regardless. Yeah, totally. Sure. What else? What um, else? Is there other news? Other news? I'm trying uh, to think. Uh, there's like little mild things like they confirmed the Russo brothers. Yeah. Officially as the directors of Infinity War yeah. 1 and 2. The Avengers, blah, blah, blah. There's no stinger happen. at the end of the new Avengers right. movie. I'm fine with that. Yeah. I'm I like that they of, told us. Yeah. So you're not exactly. sitting all the way through fucking That's five the thing. minutes of credits and then, what the? Because I'm tired of just like being like, should I stay? Should yeah, I yeah, stay? Yeah, yeah. I should let <laughs> you know before I end. It's not yeah. a secret. Um, and uh, they've confirmed uh, Garrett Hedlund is coming back for Tron 3. Oh. And. Uh, I'm excited for Tron 3, man. I'm down for it, too. Really down. I. Did, I I, was I the only person in existence that was so bored by the second no, one? A lot of no, people, I they, saw it with yeah. you, and we were all kind of like, Meh, uh, but then... Uh, <laughs> 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 we were really high on drugs. Yeah, you guys took a lot of pills that day. Um, yeah, I, uh, I've seen it on Netflix a bunch of times. Yeah. Like it it, it kind of became a go-to. I don't know what the fuck to put on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Athena's asleep, so I'll just watch this because I've seen it, and who cares? So I've seen it like five times now. Yeah. And I like really enjoy it. I know, me too. <laughs> it's really, really easy it, to keep watching. Yeah, except for how weird Clue is, the <laughs> the, the, the CGI Jeff Bridges. Yeah. yeah. It drags a little like at a certain point, but yeah. other than that- like, No, it's not a perfect movie by yeah. any means, but boy, Well, the, the first isn't good. a perfect That's, movie yeah. either. It, at, See, at all. It, the, the Tron but Legacy- it looks awesome. Yeah. yeah. Tron Legacy adheres to the first movie- in so many ways that are great and so many ways that aren't. And one yeah. of the ways that it isn't is that it kind of has that structure where there's like a big kind of like, okay, the climax is coming, but I'm kind of bored right yeah. now. <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah. In the way that the original Tron does. Yeah. But like I was like fucking swept up with tr- oh, like the when Tron Legacy was coming out, they did like a like screening thing where you had to get tickets online and you went mm-hmm. and it was like a secret and you went to like an IMAX screen at the Scotiabank and they showed like just a, like 15 minutes of a couple scenes and we were yeah. like oh fuck we got like Tron I, t-shirts I, I and then we were like oh shit to, to that. Yeah. Like, just when they made some test footage which yeah. is one of those movies that got made because of awesome test footage uh, and I watched that thing over and yeah. over and over. And like, oh my god! Yeah. So the movie was a bit of a letdown because I wanted like you know the I, I don't know it, something a little uh, deeper or yeah. darker because it looked like because the way they they presented Jeff Bridges in that initial um, test footage teaser thing, yeah. like, it seemed like this much more thoughtful and you know mm-hmm. esoteric Tron, which I guess is what I was hoping for. Yeah. You know, I wanted. The, <laughs> it's, I know it sounds stupid, but I did. No, I, like, I but oh, I man. get what you I get what you mean. I yeah. just think that's. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, now I know I probably won't get, or maybe it could go that deep, but I kind of know what level the next movie yeah. would be anyway. But and yeah. if it goes, you'll be surprised. But if not, you'll be like, yeah, uh, yeah more of the same. <laughs> yeah, I love looking at it. I yeah. really, really love looking at it. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I saw it twice in theaters. I don't okay. do that often. I did not Just do because that. I loved the 3D on the big screen. Yeah, and it yeah. did really look yeah. wonderful. And we showed my sister's, like, oldest kid who was probably, like, eight or nine around that time. He was like, yeah. And we are just like, yeah, right? <laughs> Tron, man. <laughs> yeah. So I'm still for the new one yeah, so yeah. that's cool yeah all right but yeah they got uh they got garrett headland back and somebody else they confirmed is coming back too i'm looking it up so i can tell you <laughs> uh olivia wilde oh, okay coming back yeah as well. cool uh yeah so hopefully it's just like yeah take that next step to tighten up this the movie and fucking oh i'm, I'm excited yeah totally yeah, yeah. it'll look great anyway so yeah 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 what uh, else? John Wick sequel is going to happen. Nice. Yeah. I'm, I've been no, meaning no, to watch it. No big surprise. That yeah. they would, no, uh, no. Please don't fuck it up. Please don't fuck <laughs> it up. Yeah. Same people. Not too big. Yeah. yeah. Can't go too. Yeah. Don't go fucking Matrix on this shit. Yeah. Same I know they want to look at the hotel, but not too much. Same man. scope. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's got to be about him. It's still got to be yeah. about him wrestling with some kind of demons or some shit. Keep it yeah. personal and up close with the character and just let the world be what it is in the background because, man, when they fucking blow these things up, they always fuck it totally. up. Now, I feel like there's a lot of room for them to uh, for them to heighten reality a little bit more. Like, yeah. I mean, things... I feel like this is a franchise where things could, if done exactly the right way, get a little supernaturally, um, mm-hmm. just like a little bit. Yeah. Hey, weird. So, Because uh, I, I haven't seen it. That's weird. Have you um, seen John Wick? No, I have it at home. What are you it's doing with yourself? <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching other things that yeah. I'll talk about right, soon. Fair enough. Oh, yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll probably enjoy it. So yeah. Skip it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> exactly. Just, I was like, five, four, three, <laughs> two. Gorman conclusion. Yeah, I, I had that one on deck. But uh, I was like, oh, are you going to bring this home? <laughs> yeah. Um, fuck all of you and fuck Matt Brown. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I feel like uh, I feel like there's just you could open up the world a lot, like yeah. in places that it could go. But I think it could also get really shitty and silly and generic. Yeah, fast. yeah. I feel yeah. like people are scared of more and more of, of like accidentally doing more of the same but not as good. When more of yeah. the same but still great can be amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which. Yeah. yeah, maybe more of the same, but still great. Maybe Which is what, what I was worried do. about when we talked about the Kingsman, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, sequel. Because I just don't want them to be like this crazy movie worked even crazier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, looking fucking kick ass too. You exactly. Know? Mm-hmm. Gross. Yeah, kick ass two is so bad it really ruined the first one. <laughs> like I, I don't give a. F- I'll never rewatch it. Yeah, I don't. I don't I like it so yeah, much. Kick-Ass that, too. Want nothing to do with that fucking yeah. property. I didn't see Kick Ass Two, but oh, I'll still probably God. never watch Kick Ass Two again. Don't. So bad. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> what else? Yeah. Uh, man, what have yeah. you guys been watching? I've been watching a couple things. All mm-hmm. right. I saw something that completely just like flew by everybody's radar. I think, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna watch that." I watched Clear History. Okay. Which is uh, uh, Larry David's uh, HBO movie. Hmm. Oh. That he did uh, a couple of years ago. Yeah, I feel like I heard about that. Yeah, um, it's basically he plays a guy who who uh, he's like a marketing guy, and he owns ten percent of this uh, c- uh, company that's going to mass produce an electric car. But uh, the the boss of the company, played uh, brilliantly by uh, John Hamm, um, he hmm. decides he's going to name it the uh, Harold. Is it Harold? 
something like that. Um, <laughs> and, and he's like, oh, that's a stupid name. I, I'm not going to, like, we, we need to call it something else. He's like, no, that's what it's called. And he's like, well, then I quit. So he withdraws his money from the company, and then the company makes billions and billions of dollars. Everybody owns one of these cars, and he's like a huge laughing stock because he's known, like, uh, as the guy who gave up billions yeah. of dollars. So he changes his name and moves out to, uh, uh, like, kind of the middle of nowhere. And it's just about him in this town and, and basically increasingly how, how he sort of gets found out. It's like a big episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah, it sounds right. kind of like yeah. his kind of thing, yeah. Which yeah. at first I was like, oh, really? And then I was like, yeah, all right. <laughs> it's fucking great. Nice. It's, I mean, it is like a big episode of, of Curb Your Enthusiasm, but like an episode that has... Danny McBride, Bill Hader, oh, Michael oh, Keaton, okay. uh, Jesus, oh man, yeah. like fucking uh, John Hamm. Uh, uh, what's her name? Um, Kate Hudson is that her name? Yeah, that's uh, the name. She's, she that's a name of a person. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's an existing name. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, she's in it. She's great. Amy Ryan. It's yeah. It's, it's oh man, super fun. I'll have to watch that. Yeah, Sweet. great way to spend a couple hours. Mm-hmm. Speaking of HBO. Yes. Here's a segue, because mm-hmm. I watched all of the Jinx oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. in one weekend with my uh, mom and Emma, yeah, uh, okay. and my dad. Yeah. Uh, so then, okay, what time is what are, time are we at? Now? We're at 26 minutes. About okay, 26 mm-hmm. minutes. <laughs> I'm gonna write that down. Here, I'll you... marker it, and then yeah, you'll know. It. Okay, because okay. we're gonna try and timestamp the spoilers, because I think we should get a little spoilery. I'm not gonna be like spoil the like super facts well, of it anyone but it's can in the spoil it for themselves and look the in the news you know, yeah 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 so <clears throat> but we will time stamp this uh, well you already know because it would have been at the beginning of the episode yeah yeah um <laughs> yeah. that's how that works <laughs> yeah so <laughs> that's how technology fucking, works all right i mean i mainlined it in like <clears throat> one weekend mm-hmm. which which isn't that crazy a feat because there's only six episodes yeah, but yeah, like yeah. three one night three the next night boom 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, we me and athena cruised yeah. through it in a few days too. and i watched the third episode twice because we watched the first three and my parents left after the second one to go to bed and then the next day we were like they were like just pick up from where you left off and i was like no, no i don't think so you, no <laughs> you need to see what happens in episode three because every episode there's something crazy that totally. you yeah. like, oh mm-hmm. my god yeah no it was awesome it was yeah, so good so pretty good but there is stuff to talk about yeah. <laughs> I feel like. yeah okay so what so then from your perspective as as uh, uh you know fresh eyes um i i just think like this is a great piece of like entertainment documentary stuff. Yeah, but like I, I, I understand and agree with a lot of the complaints about the ethics because there's a point in the movie where like they find something and you're kind of like, well, police should probably have that information as soon as you find it, but mm-hmm. instead they like put it in a safe deposit box and like wait for quite a long time, and you're like, this guy is maybe a murderer. And, like, you might have evidence that the police could, like, do something with, and you're just kind of like, let's uh, let's see what happens when we interview him again. Yeah, <laughs> but then but then, don't you feel like, like, the way everything lines up, I don't you know, have, that's the big, that's the big payoff. Yeah, I don't and have then, a problem with lining it up, like, the way that we, when you mentioned when you talked about it, you said, like, well, they set it, it up perfectly, and you're... Oh, no, you're, I'm not, I'm not just talking about the way they set it up, I'm talking about, like, like you're like, well, they should have gone to the police with it, but, like... Like so, you feel like they were holding out until like the 
I they, think they were like, if we bring this to the police, we won't have a shocking, like, great ending, and we need to get that first before we can give the police this information. Because mm-hmm. when the police have this information, they're going to act on it, and then there goes your, your like, ending. But then, but there must have been some sort of deal made, because, <laughs> like, at, at that point, is it not just obstruction of justice? Yeah, withholding like, evidence is still a crime. Yeah. Yeah, like, so so when the, when the thing comes out... How are they guaranteed that they're not going to get, uh, I don't know. you know, chucked yeah. in jail? For, yeah, and for, I'm not too worried about because they still put it out, and their evidence that they found do, through their work and their due diligence yeah, is yeah. what put them away. Right, like they did it. Yeah, so yeah. good for them. <laughs> <laughs> and they gave every you know, millions of people something awesome to watch. So I don't really give a fuck. <laughs> oh no, nor nor do <laughs> I. I'm it. just saying. I feel like it, I feel like there may have been a couple of deals made with like, yeah. let us do our little yeah, yeah. The movie. Well, yeah. Fucking a. well, that he kind of is in that position. Like I found this. This is yeah. my shit. You know. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I want to make this movie. This is what I want. I want this last interview with him. Then you get yeah. him and fucking right but on. But I'm yeah. cut. But you can be like, if this guy's a murderer and like somebody else pissed him off in between that time and he murdered somebody, that's like Isn't your it kind of fault. On you? Yeah. yeah. Well, hundred percent. That's the risk you take. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I. Th- yeah. When you're making a miniseries. Yeah. yeah. Sure. But I mean, somebody it's gonna die. Fascinating. When, yeah. When, like when they get him to look at stuff, you know, with the, what they get on camera it's not exactly what you would expect yeah. or what you want it's not like a movie but he has a very physical reaction to it that's really yeah. like holy sh- like all the <laughs> <laughs> even comments on it in the bathroom He's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The burping. like that whole that is fascinating and yeah. i'll think about that for the rest of my life like that totally. crazy moment yeah. like, holy jesus fucking christ okay was- if, if we're gonna be spoilery then yeah uh, let me just ask this question because this has been bugging me where's the head yeah like they know oh, he yeah, yeah. they know he chopped the guy up. Yeah. yeah. Like they like he hid the head. He yeah. threw everything else in the thing. Yeah. But he went back and got the head. Where the fuck is it? Why yeah. why isn't anybody asking that? Uh, uh, I guess <laughs> I think he he went and got it and he like did something with it that like like well, you'll never find it like he burnt it and then like crushed the like it just yeah, it, it's disappeared somewhere yeah. like he I don't made think... it into a sandwich and then he yeah. stole the sandwich <laughs> <laughs> how yeah. fucked is that shit that's like, amazing yeah. wow I yeah think and he had like fifty thousand dollars on him or yeah. some shit yeah. <laughs> And he says, he's like, well, I don't know why I stole the sandwich. Because <laughs> yeah, he I, wants to be, I think, caught, I think, somewhere yeah. deep, deep yeah. down. Yeah, because right? like, the way he was talking to himself in the, yeah. at the end there. Totally. I think my favorite, uh, my there favorite is takeaway. Guilt, I guess, or something. My favorite takeaway from the whole thing is, is the line, um, who shaves their eyebrows yeah. by accidentally? Yeah, how do you accidentally <laughs> shave your eyebrows? But yeah, I said it with such confidence. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm a fucking genius. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, it's true. People look weird without... Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I think because now basically he's been arrested and like people didn't show up, like witnesses didn't show up and stuff. I, I think I would not be surprised if he gets off of uh whatever they're like what they're charging him with based on like the things that he said in the washroom being able to be spun like because he the things that he says like oh killed them all of course or whatever i feel like they're gonna be like spinning that where he's like i don't think it's not actually it's not a confession no he's not saying it he's saying like this is what they think killed them all of course or something it doesn't help yeah, oh, absolutely. But it's the handwriting, yeah. I think, that they're really going to nail yeah. down here. Oh, because yeah. they're just so close to all, so many things, you yeah. know. So once you have some kind of piece of evidence like that, which yeah. is pretty fucking 
intense. You yeah. know? I love I love when he discovers like when he sees the, the, the comparison. Yeah. He's like, you know, what can you tell me about these? Oh, this yeah. and this and um Oh, it's the same spelling mistake. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, I like, like yeah, and then they're like, well, which one is yours? And when they, like, take the, uh, the real one away, and he's like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's certainly uh, compelling uh, television. Mm-hmm. It's Absolutely. fucking gripping. Or compelevision. Compelevision. Uh-huh. Good night. The end yeah. of this episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's one of the few things of that nature that I, I will watch again. I think, yeah. I think so, yeah. You know? yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. All right. All right, I'll mark spoiler ending yeah, so yeah. we have the times here. People can enjoy themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he said, that's how I did it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, we got you good, listeners that didn't want to hear spoilers. <laughs> yeah, that's a story of when Greg told us how he has sex. Yeah. <laughs> that's how I did it. <laughs> it, it was weird. Yeah, yeah. Spoiler no. alert. I don't think he's doing it right. That's what he was asking, and that's how I did it. <laughs> is that how you do it? Is that, is that how you do it? Yep. Oh, uh, my God. Uh-huh. I, I have a... Uh, okay, no, Greg, what... Uh, what? What'd you watch? Huh? Oh, no, I watch just have a, a segue. Okay, segue uh, it HBO, up. An HBO documentary segue. Okay. Uh, go for it. Uh, well, I watched uh, Going Clear. Oh, man. Oh, I have not seen that I've yet. I've been dying I to. cannot wait. Yes. Scientology. I watched it on the... Well, I mean, bonkers. I watched it because it's, you know, the big thing that everyone's talking about. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, Matt Cauley was like, uh, yeah, you guys got to see this. Mm-hmm. So I checked it out, and uh, hey, guys, it turns out that Scientology is way more fucked than you even think it is. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. It's like a fu- it's n- not just like a cult. It's like the worst cult. Yeah. Uh, you know, pe- like, and, and I just read an article today, too, about shit that they left out. Like, <laughs> bonkers shit yeah. that they didn't even put in this thing. Yeah. Like, but yeah, like, the main, the main people in Sci- Scientology are some like i mean even l L ron hubbard like one of the main tenets of scientology was it's uh uh, we can have a world with no war and no but no insanity no insanity and he was so insane yeah (laughs) like uh and it's all based on his level of insanity so all of the people who took over for him kind of had to be as insane as him uh (laughs) But like, but and you really see it in in Tom Cruise's sort of behavior, like when he was really going off the deep end, kind of thing. Yeah. But uh, but oh man, like the Sea Org thing, which was basically like his floating army of tax evasion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, oh my god. And, and the way, like those people basically made, uh, you know, like something like forty, like forty cents an hour or something. Uh, their take home was was ridiculous, but like it was all under the guise of like serving the the, yeah. the greater good. And you know now people know what the levels of Scientology were. Like I mean that that's been out for a while. Yeah, yeah it yeah. became this. It, it's the crazy alien zine. Yeah, with the South Park had the thing where it was like this is what they actually believe. Yeah. subtitled over like a cartoon of what they believe, and it yeah. was just like whoa. Which I, I I really had wished that uh, that the documentary had have actually talked to Trey Parker and Matt Stone. How did they find that out? Yeah. Like who did they who did they talk? To? I don't think it like how hidden was it? Like if you work in show business and like you know, I feel like it there's like that it's hidden. out there, right? Yeah. Um. Uh, well, because like you know, anybody with the right amount of money could get to you know level eight. I yeah. believe, is, yeah. is when you found out uh, the crazy bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and I imagine there's been people leaving. 
Um, yeah, right. Over the years, that could have been like, this is about some alien shit. But all of the people, <laughs> but all of the people leaving, like, like there's, it's really strange the way they go about sort of silencing people yeah. because mm-hmm. they don't necessarily go about silencing them. Basically, people leave and then they just harass them yeah. to no end well, and threaten been, their family. There's been a lot of lives. harassment against the movie. They have, like, Twitter accounts being like, oh, and they were, like, pushing all these, rev- like, things out on Twitter about, like, this going clear went to cons and or wherever, went to the film festivals and nobody was in the theaters to see it. Shocking, because it's so wrong about us or something. Yeah. It's like, what? <laughs> it's, it's, it's really, Sounds legit. Yeah. It's really weird. It's like they're, they're attacking uh, fire with crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're, they're like... Like, like people will leave and go. Like these people are fucking insane, and then they go, "No, Jared's insane." <laughs> well, yeah, and they were in their like Twitter like account that they've built to like silence the movie or whatever. It like attacks people that left and then were in the movie, and they were like, "Look at this picture. He's drinking a can of Bud Light. Would you ever believe anyone who Bud drank Light, that?" It? Is crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you, would you believe this drunkard? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and that's that's what it is. Like it's a, like they basically attack people um, based on their crazy beliefs. Yeah. So anything they say, you're just like, well, you just sound like a fucking imbecile. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. It's pretty revelatory of of some. Um, uh, I mean, there, there, there's a great. At no point do they, of course, ever uh, sit and talk with Tom Cruise or uh, no. John Travolta. But yeah. there is an awful lot of. Um, yeah, John Travolta is only a Scientologist because they know some shit about him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've heard that a bunch of times. Oh well, yeah, I mean, and that's not new information either. I've seen, you know, the the cover of the Inquirer where he's <laughs> kissing a dude on his way to the airport. Yeah, or whatever. yeah. So who knows? But uh, it's, it's okay, John Travolta. Yeah, Nobody cares, man. Totally. Just, just just come out. People are people <laughs> case, are no way more offended by your hair than they yeah, are by yeah. your sexuality. And uh, he's now he he's done the bald thing in a couple of movies. And yeah, it's like you don't look like a crazy person anymore. Yeah, just be free, man. Yeah, yeah. and I just feel like leave, it, leave, and, and maybe maybe he's not gay. Maybe it's all no, just maybe a not. crazy yeah, misunderstanding. No yeah, yeah. Who gives a fuck either way? Exactly. I don't even want to know. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, just, I just want him to stop wearing wigs. Just stop yeah. wearing it wigs, me buddy. as a bald man. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, stop stop wearing wigs. Just like don't try and convince us like you know on the movie uh, Oscars or whatever that like you're cool and like you can you're like I can hang out with people but I'll touch their face weird. Like just uh, be like yourself, so man. Just yeah. be who I you think are. He is being himself. Yeah. And if that's true, because I, I, I feel have, like nothing but respect for yeah him. that's true because if he is that level of weird where he will just stand in front of millions of people and just touch your face in the weirdest <laughs> way then that's true that yeah. is a special kind of nuts mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah I, don't know. I gotta see that i shit. definitely i'm gonna watch it uh-huh. yeah yeah like uh, you, you gotta see it it's, i was gonna get it for great. the easter weekend with the jinx and just have a documentary but i just mm-hmm. i don't have time yet yeah yeah i'll probably start tonight i think totally yep Um, Two hours, it just feels like it just fucking goes by. Uh, I I watched something that I won't spend much time on, um, but I watched Poltergeist 3. Yes, yeah, uh, I read your I, article. I wrote a very short article on MarsPeer.com. Go a check it out. Nice article. Um, a very good article. <laughs> thank you. No, I enjoyed it. First thing I read this morning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I uh, I don't remember what spurred my brother and I to watch it, but we were just like, oh, we were, we were talking about Poltergeist or something. We were like, yeah. we haven't seen the third one, and that's the one everyone like 
talks about how crazy it is that it's just them yelling the whole movie, which is 100% true. <laughs> the yeah. final half an hour of that movie is literally nothing but just them yelling their names. Yeah. But I, what I didn't know... and. I'll get it out of the way. It's a bad movie. This movie's yeah, not yeah, good. Yeah. The script is very poor. Yeah. It seems very rushed. Yeah. But yeah. the whole Haunted I had, apartment. I had no mm. I had no idea the movie was basically almost one hundred percent no special effects. With the exception of a couple shots that are reversed and like a lightning bolt at the end of the movie, there is mm. nothing that wasn't happening in camera. And the whole movie is about, like, mirrors. So there's these insanely complicated setups where there's two hallways with, like, glass in the middle made to look like mirrors. And they have, like, four people on each side acting and, like, like off of each other as if they're, as if they're a reflection. Right. And it looks fucking great a lot of the time there's a few where you're like okay but like it makes it fascinating (laughs) like they're trying to psych each other (laughs) yeah (laughs) but it makes it kind of fascinating and there's a couple good moments where like somebody opens the door on the one side but not the other and you're like oh fuck like yeah and and there's one uh scene where somebody uh like like shrivels up and falls over and then another person explodes out of their (laughs) out of their like stomach and i fucking rewound that shit eight times yeah. and it was amazing mm-hmm. they but actually it, got actors to do that yeah <laughs> and yeah it's the just fun actors it's, in the guy's stomach the whole time <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a bad movie but there's something weird about it where you're just like this is bizarre but yeah. kind of fascinating and i love what they're doing with the effects it's just a shame that it's not a uh, a good script yeah yeah does yeah. she heather o'rourke died filming it right uh yeah just uh like, like to the end of it right. yeah and you can see that she's uh, she her cheeks are are kind of puffy because oh. they were giving her um, they were giving her medicine for Crohn's disease which she didn't have yeah. at the time. So it is a kind of a weird uh, sad watch in that respect. Mm. But uh, there is there's enough in there for me to be like this movie. People say it's the worst like ever. Like people talk about it like it's unwatchable and i was like there's a lot in here to watch just don't expect it to like be good (laughs) like there's just a lot like like the director said i'm proud of some of the things in that movie and he fucking should be because there's some shots where you think like okay late 80s they're not like having computer guided camera movements that like somebody was there pulling focus and lining up these mirrors and shit like that's hard as fuck (laughs) yeah yeah so Check it out if you want. Yeah, to. I well, I have to show my OC original uh, Poltergeist, so mm. maybe we'll do uh, uh, <laughs> one, two, three. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> they get worse as you. True, it's a steep drop yeah. off from one to two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, and and I did watch super quick Atari Game Over. Did I watched you? that too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's uh, talk about that. Okay. The uh, Basically, I watched two things this week. That's one of them. Yeah. (laughs) The hour-long documentary about Zach Penn trying to figure out if they uh, buried E.T., quote-unquote, the worst game ever, in uh, the desert, which Mm -hmm. was like, I remember when I was a kid on the internet and people would talk about that like it was this crazy thing. Yeah, yeah. When I first heard that, I'm like, well, that's insane. No way. Totally. (laughs) Why would they do that? So it's cool to see a a short-ish documentary about it. I believe it was originally made and distributed on like xbox uh-huh. as like a thing so i kind of i don't know i didn't love this thing but it was an easy thing to watch it certainly is an hour yeah uh. <laughs> i i liked it enough and i liked it that it exists that yeah. now we can all say yes yeah oh, they were there they were there yeah let me save you the hour it's but, there yeah. yeah they buried all those games and but not just et no all, even good selling games yeah. like yara's revenge were there yeah they uh, they really pad this thing out 
in a way that is unnecessary because I feel like there's a lot of story here. They just are telling the most kind of like bare yeah. bones I was version. kind of into it at the beginning when it was just more like I would rather just watch a really detailed documentary about, about Atari. Exactly. Because the way they blew up was is amazing, pretty yeah. bananas. Crazy. And I guess the only other thing I took out of this is when I was watching the footage, I'm like, oh, fuck, I did play the E.T. game. I, you know, I never yeah. would have remembered what it was like, but I'm like, yeah, I only just had one screen. You kept falling in the hole, and then <laughs> yeah. I'm like, fuck it, I don't want to play this. This is horrible. Yeah. Um. So there, there's that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you want to see if you remember playing a really yeah. complicated game. I And I guess it was interesting to see it was this one guy. Yeah, the and story. And cranked the fucking game out in five weeks which is nuts yeah uh like all that story is good yeah could have used more but i having him as like a you know a chapter in a large scale atari yeah documentary could be interesting which might even exist cool. i feel like i've watched some like detailed television did you, like did you have an atari or did you, you, i've played atari before i yeah. almost bought one at a garage sale when i was a kid and i've regretted it ever since i regret it too yeah then i could come to your house and play atari yeah totally i was like well, i had one it blew my mind when i got it i got it right at the end of atari because yeah. i got used so i would have been like mm, it was like a year before i moved to canada so yeah. i was probably about nine years old or something okay. like that so uh, atari was pretty much it was already done nintendo was yeah kinda happening but I got one, and it was just like, holy crap! And it just, <laughs> I was, it just really did blow my mind yeah. that you could have these games at home. Yeah, Pretty definitely. Exciting. But, yeah, there's uh, I, there's a better story here. They they have the guy that wrote Ready Player One doing, like, a road trip thing. This yeah. movie just needed to decide, like, are you going to be about the story about like of Atari and this guy that was kind of forced into this situation and did what he could and you know isn't the worst game ever but it is very kind of weird and yeah. for you know you don't really understand who knew that you yeah. get a documentary that is uh, unfulfilling and confused in his plot lines from <laughs> master storyteller Zach Penn yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, and like the, the excavation stuff is interesting like I just feel like they could have made an hour and a half here with the right focus but instead it's like and also we got this guy driving there and he knows George R. R. Martin, so he's there because you're a nerd and you'll like to see him, right? Yeah, right. Fuck you. <laughs> Wait, he's uh, the guy who wrote Ready Player One? Uh, no, the guy, Ernest Klein, who wrote Ready Player One, like, in the movie, is like, I gotta go pick up my DeLorean off George R. R. Martin to drive to the excavation site. And so there's, like, him driving around the movie for literally no reason. Oh. Other than, like, this nerdy guy knows this other popular nerdy guy driving a nerdy car and he will go and do this nerdy thing. Yeah, right. Nerds. Yeah, take that, nerds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like it was fine. It's yeah. an hour, but yeah. I wanted more. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It was a very. <laughs> I, I think Athena was confused as to why I was watching it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like I don't know because I remember these things. Cause, yeah, if you want to remember things that you might have seen, yeah, or heard about, yeah. watch this. Yeah. <clears throat> so, what was the other thing that you watched? The other thing that took up my week of watching things is I watched all of Bloodline. Oh, my parents love that, and they've been telling my brother and I to watch it. Well, let me tell you to watch it, too. Okay. Uh, that is a very, very good television yeah. show. Yeah, we almost watched it, mm -hmm. and then we didn't. Okay. Netflix original. I will tell you this. Like, I, it wasn't until, like, uh, not that any of the episodes are bad by any means, but it wasn't until about episode four or something where I, uh, that's when I was like, fuck, I love this show. Yeah. Because yeah. it's such a really well-paced slow burn like you just Sweet. don't know exactly what the fuck is going on the whole until it starts to take shape all you know is something fucking bad is going to go down uh yeah. and the building tension towards that the fucking anxiety of this show is so well measured and well placed and the fucking performances are great i mean obviously every, kyle chandler is an excellent actor yeah excellent actor and he's putting forth a really understated 
strong performance here. Everyone's really good, but Ben Mendelsohn, I mean, he's getting all the uh, accolades from this. For, yeah, now go be in Star Wars. Finally, a guy who's been acting for a very long time, mostly in Australia, now he's here. But uh, this is the this is the blow him up uh, role. Okay, and he he's, he steals the show. He is the centerpiece of the show, yeah. though. Uh, you know, it's entirely about him, and he is just fucking nailing it. It's such a great performance. I think his uh, his run on this show as uh, uh, Danny Rayburn will be you know one of those characters you look back on as one of the best of the uh, you know this you know golden age of television that we've got going on. Golden age of Netflix. Yeah, sure. Yeah. It's pretty it's pretty impressive, but I strongly strongly recommend jumping on this show. So yeah, I think I will. We yeah. need uh, we need something to to uh, a show to watch right now. Yeah. Uh, and how many episodes is it? 13? Is it 13? Yeah, so it's fine. And it just got picked up for a second season. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's hard to kind of really go into because I don't want to be spoilery about stuff in it or if you haven't seen it, but it's just a, it's the one that's uh, it's very worth your time, uh, although you might not know what you're watching for an episode or two, yeah. just like you're getting kind of your feet wet. They, okay don't, they don't let you down. At the end of episode one, there, there's definitely a little like, be like, listen, it's just going on. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like, what a cast. Is he SpaceX fucking great in it? Sam Shepard's always fucking awesome. You oh, know? yeah. Uh, just, I haven't seen Sam Shepard in a while, I feel yeah, like. Yeah. I just, I, you know, the, it's funny. I just started watching uh, Thunderheart again the other night. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I liked that movie in the 90s. Yeah. But it, there's flashbacks to, and uh, uh, no, listen, no spoilers, but there's flashbacks to Bloodline. <laughs> but it's to around the time when Sam Shepard would have been the age he was in Thunderheart. Was like, they kind of got this guy who's got that, they was like, they got the hair right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what he looked like in Thunderheart. Yeah, they watched Thunderheart. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody just watched Thunderheart. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and Bloodlines uh, yeah, t- on uh, Netflix. No S. I kept no, calling Bloodline. Bloodlines. Just yeah. Bloodline. On Netflix. Really, really good show. Yeah. yeah. I like... Yourself. What do they... Do you think they just use, like, how many people streamed this as their metric for, you know, yeah, like, what's, season two or not? I guess so, yeah. yeah. I mean, Which seems like a, a vastly more accurate... Yeah. Um, if they combine... Uh, uh, ...account yeah. than, you know, the Nielsen rating. Yeah. yeah. If they combine that with, like, because you can measure social metrics, too, like Twitter and stuff, like mm-hmm. combine mm-hmm. Twitter, Facebook, and all that shit, plus streams on Netflix to see, yeah, like, yeah. how much how much engagement this show's getting yeah. to see if you want to bring it back. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, if that's true, if that is, if that is you know, eventually where they're going, which... how. Why yeah. would it not be? That's yeah. the only indication they have. Uh, everybody, please tweet about uh, Better Call Saul because uh, I don't ever want that show to end. No. Jesus. So good. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, what else? Oh, I-, I watched a couple of other things. Uh, one, I watched one episode of uh, Danger 5. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I see what they're doing. Yeah. I won't watch it uh, anymore. Okay. Because uh, I was like, okay, I-, I-, I feel like I can see this level. Of- I can see this sense of humor in other things mm-hmm. that are more interesting than this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I haven't watched any more since I watched two or three, but I feel like it'll be something that once in a while I'll be like, I'm ready for one of these now. Yeah. Goodbye yeah. L- yeah. until later. Maybe, maybe I'll do that. Maybe every once in a while I'll be like, oh, I just want, I, I don't want to get too invested yeah. in something and I want yeah. a couple of weird jokes. Sure. Yeah. There's a couple weird jokes in that first episode that made me laugh really hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I watched uh, uh, an episode or like three or four episodes of, uh, uh, which I'd never seen before, The Mighty Boosh. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah. have you seen that? Oh, yeah. yeah, I've seen some of that. Yeah. Oh, so good. Yeah. Oh, it's great. <laughs> Just so fucking really, delightful. really great. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I love Rich Falter. I think that guy is the greatest kind of weird, mm-hmm. uh, and and he's like super fun on that show. And I didn't know Matt Berry showed up. And oh he's man, Matt Berry, so yeah, funny. Yeah. yeah, man. Mighty Boosh, not bad. Yeah, very good. Not bad. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
Huh. We we wrapping up here. We're almost so. at an hour. See, you would have fucking oh, lied man. to people. Dan. Sorry for people. We went ten minutes over. Mm. <laughs> um, all right, yeah. Well, let's get into film roulette. But first, if you'd like to go to modernsuperior.com and read all of our articles, you can do that. But you can also click on donate, and there's many ways to donate. When you click on there, you can go to tweakedaudio.com and use our offer code SYNWPC for free shipping and thirty three percent off. Uh, uh, your earbuds when you do that at tweakedaudio.com and uh, yeah modernspirit.com click on donate there's a couple other ways to do things there and uh, while you do that we will get ready for film roulette <laughs> Film Roulette is our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see something good. This week, that movie was Furious 7 and the loser has to go see something bad. This week, we paired Furious 7 with the spoof Superfast, uh, but the loser gets to give an album I to have a name. <laughs> the loser, Greg, gets to no, give... No, we just call you the loser. <laughs> Whether you win or not. The loser, a.k.a. Greg, gets to give <laughs> the winners an album to listen to for the rest of the week. Last week, Casey lost, so he gave us the soundtrack of 51st Dates, which is reggae covers of 80s pop songs, and then we'll roll for uh, our our movies for next week, and we'll figure out what we're going to listen to mm-hmm. for another week, and that's how we play Film Roulette. As I mentioned this week, the winner was Furious 7, directed by James Wan, starring Vin Diesel, Paul Walker, Dwayne Johnson, Michelle Rodriguez, and more. Kurt Russell. The whole Kurt Russell, yeah, the gang and more are back. Uh, the IMDb describes the plot of this film as Deckard Shaw seeks revenge against Dominic Toretto and his family for his comatose brother. Uh, this is the latest in the long-running series, the long-running and convoluted series plot-wise mm-hmm. uh, and timeline-wise. Uh, there are seven movies and two shorts. Uh, there were DVD shorts between the first and second movie and the third and fourth uh, really? to, to like, yeah, to mm-hmm. to like, kind of get you through what goes on in these movies, and the third one actually takes place after the sixth movie, and this movie is kind of a sequel to that almost. It's very confusing. Uh, I actually find uh, th- this is a general statement with these movies. Um, I forget everything. Yeah, from from <laughs> film to film, it's hard yeah. unless like, you've seen them recently. Yeah, like like in this in this movie. Um, uh, what's her name? Uh, Michelle Rodriguez is talking about, oh, well, you know, that's when I lost my memory, and that's really when I died. And I was like, oh, she lost her memory? Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, I forgot. <laughs> it. And, 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 uh, and then she kissed Vin Diesel, and I'm like, oh, they're together. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, I was almost there, too, because yeah. some of the stuff I was like, oh, yeah, the memory thing. I totally forgot about yeah. that till yeah. now. I don't remember any of these movies by plot points. Yeah. I'm like... The one with the tank. Yeah. The one, the one with, with dragging the, the safe. safe. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> th- this one um, has one of those. Yeah. <laughs> has, like, I, for my money, has a great one of those. Yeah. And 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 a, just a fucking no plot. Just <laughs> I don't want, zero plot. I want a plot from this yeah. movie. I want the well, fucking you know crazy what? shit. There's and... too, there's almost too much plot because this okay. movie does have to kind of do the the sort of. These are all the characters, and she lost her memory. And, and we and have to get them from car chase fine, to car chase. Because I need uh, that. Wonderful. Sure. I need yeah, that with these for sure. Movies. 
Um, it, uh, it has enough of that. Uh, like, I'm not saying it doesn't have a plot. Yeah. I'm just saying that I uh, I watched it last night and I don't remember a lot. I can about totally the plot. <laughs> understand that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm um, starting to get really angry again that I didn't get to see this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Because uh, because getting into it now, uh, it's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's great. Although I had read, I had some things. I think you have things with every one of these movies. You, Absolutely. You kind of have to. And this is certainly not my favorite. No. No. Me either. Uh, and and in a lot of ways it's kind of shabby yeah yeah, oh, yeah i can see that the, yeah I, I was worried about it with the change of director because the movie was handled you know, so or the yeah. series was resurrected by justin and lynn. then handled so fucking expertly by him yeah, yeah. justin lynn out. i you know what and to segue off of your point i do think that james wan was the more i think about it the more i think of it the more i think he was maybe not a good idea i thought i i feel i I had that thought that uh, maybe this guy was a bit of a misfire, but then I also had the thought, I feel like he's just getting a feel for it, because yeah. there was a couple of moments that were very Fast and Furious-y, yeah. and, and in a way where I'm like, this feels great. Yeah, yeah. This feels great the way these movies feel great. Totally. But those moments are too few and far between in this movie. Uh but it almost feels like you you need to get your footing in, in to, yeah. like, to kind of understand this world yeah. or to kind of get like inside this world. And I feel like maybe if they gave him another one, he might perfect it a little yeah, better. I think they are. The, he like, yeah. I And the reason why it was more of a slow burn, like I saw this yesterday and I've been thinking about it a lot and the more like today and the more I think about it today, the more I'm like. Yeah, because James Wan is really known for his kind of like spinny winny, like flippy floppy, yeah. like camera. <laughs> there's goes, a lot of spinny winny, and- flippy floppy. <laughs> there's a there's a lot of punchy wunches. Yeah, there's a lot of fisty fights. And and I feel like sometimes that stuff worked really well. Like in a lot of the fisticuff scenes, there's like every once in a while he'll throw in a really well placed slow mo like guy in the air to punch somebody. Absolutely. And you're like, great, that's awesome. But and- then in, then in other scenes. You know, somebody's gonna like drop somebody through a table, and so he like follows the guy down, but then like flips the camera all the way upside down, so he's like flying up the screen into a table. And I'm like, I just wanted to see him fly through that table, man. I now I'm like looking up, like, like, it, <laughs> like in a way. Where oh he, man, I wonder. I thought he was gonna fly through that table. Now I'm looking up. Yeah, well, in a way that like <laughs> what happened? In a way that steals the momentum. Steal. Yeah, uh, you're yeah, like, yeah. oh man, I'm gonna see him f- like smash through this glass table, and then he's like flippy flappy, and you're like, well, I just want you know what are you doing that, man that one exact like that one that you're talking about is was very intrusive and but there yeah. were a couple flippy floppies where i'm like oh that was fun yeah totally yeah. but i just yeah and i don't know uh, yeah i really like this movie a lot for the majority of it i had a big dumb grin on my face yeah um some of the action i actually thought that the action before the finale which is like a fucking 40 minute action scene the, yeah. the final thing right on. I, I which is fun but i actually thought that was a little bit like like i don't want to say that was too over the top because it's the whole fucking point of these movies but right. i did i felt like it wasn't handled it, as well as some of the action. It previous. wore me down. Yeah. I felt very like the final twenty minutes of this movie. I was like, and and part of it was because I did start to feel a little motion sicknessy at the end. Sure. But I was kind of like, oh man, this movie's ground me down to nothing. Like it almost felt like Man of Steel. Like when that shit started happening at the yeah. end of Man of Steel, and you're like, all right, these buildings are blowing up, and I'm just kind of like. I was almost ready to leave. Well, the thing is, like, there's a lot of action going on in that last 40 minutes, but 
all of the plot and everything else that's going on isn't very interesting. Yeah. Because it's like, well, it's all about like, oh, we've got this technology and we can, and, and oh, now the technology doesn't work. But yeah. then this fight's going on. So pay attention to this. Yeah. It's like the, the, the sort of plot just gets all kind There's of messed just too up much. and jumbly. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 but and then all of a sudden, you're Tony, not supposed to care about the plot. Yeah, it just kind of feels like, ah, uh, just keep hitting each other with wrenches, <laughs> why don't you? Yeah, it shouldn't have been two two twenty two hours twenty. No, it shouldn't have been. And and I yeah, you're right. Like there is all this stuff going on, and then all of a sudden, like you know, there's crazy action going on. But then they'll throw to like a Tony Jaw fight with him and Paul Walker when they like flip the door open and oh, are falling down these stairs. And I'm like, yes, yes, more so of this. much fun to watch. <laughs> like that was you amazing. Just, you just go down those stairs with them which is yeah so fucking cool and that's but where then james they flip Wan away works from that and then it's just kind of like oh are we back in the fucking helicopter or whatever because yeah. i don't want to be in the helicopter it's and boring in this helicopter there's <laughs> there's some amazing crazy moments in that entire finale but it did it did i did feel like oh man this movie is just great like because i had a like earlier in the movie there's some really amazing not so crazy scenes yeah and by not so crazy i mean like in comparison to what happens later in comparison to a normal action movie it's fucking nuts it's bonkers like uh, Paul Walker's on the side of a bus that's gonna fall off of a cliff and he's running up it and he jumps off it and grabs onto the tail of someone's car and I had the biggest fucking grin on my oh face oh my god that is so <laughs> like, much it was, fun I was like ah yeah <laughs> he's running up this bus and actually the funny thing was as he's running up the bus I'm like he runs funny <laughs> uh, I mean now granted I've never run up a bus that was falling off a cliff no, I, I never have. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> so maybe maybe you run funny. I don't yeah. know. But yeah, that was that was and that was one of the moments. That whole thing was one of the moments where I was like, okay, this is actually pretty pretty well directed. Yeah, yeah. It, um, it's but I just I felt like yeah. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. That stuff near the end, I like the way that the, the last chunk of the movie works. I almost want to put on James Wan to be like, yeah, like even just visually, it was too much. I was like, I can't, yeah. I can't handle this. Even though you're doing awesome things that I would love to watch, like I, I like I want to look away. It's just yeah. too crazy. Do them one at a time. Yeah, yeah. But it was a fucking fun movie. Yeah, and the <laughs> and the the big final fight between uh, between Vin Diesel and uh, and the Rock and no, no, oh. between Vin Diesel and. Um, and uh, uh, Jason Statham. Oh yes, yes, yeah. Uh, was so much fun. Was but they kept cutting away from it yeah. to, to do other stuff that wasn't as fun. Yeah. And I'm just like, no, go back to that because yeah. they're fucking. Because it's it's pretty hand to hand. It's a superhero movie. Yeah. For is. better it and is. worse. Oh, these with have that been superhero scene. movies for a while. Yeah. yeah. 
Totally. And that's why I kept thinking Man of Steel, because I felt like for better or for worse, this is like that. They've taken it so far that at once I love it and am like, no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. I think I think that's that's the whole movie in a nutshell. Yeah. Except for the end. I think we should talk about the, the very oh, end. Well, okay. Right before we get to that end, I think Kurt Russell. Thank you. That's what I wanted to know about. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, not given enough to do, but it's at all. great to be there. He was, he was great. <laughs> the funny thing is... Kurt Russell was uh, uh, a good guy, but he was playing it like he was a bad guy. Yeah, like you think he's going to have to <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden like twist he's it a, around. He's a smarmy dick, but at no point do you, are you not supposed to like him. So yeah. it's like it was a character choice that he made. But then I'm he like, pulls a, bu- a bucket call, of Corona dude. out of nowhere, and I laughed Just so out hard. Of nowhere. <laughs> And and like that has to have been intentional, right? Yeah. No, like, well, that uh, was a throwback because like through the whole series, they always they have buckets of Corona. corona. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but, but it was like, just so had, funny. It had to be an intentional like look at how fucking wacky we're yeah. getting. Yeah. I, well, there like, was a lot of in nuts, a place right? where there shouldn't be a bucket of Corona. There was a ton of like. Well, this is crazier than we've... Like, there was a whole lot of kind of very obvious sort of mentions of, like, this is like a move, like... I, yeah, which I don't... I did not like that. Yeah. But, yeah, Kurt Russell, there's a point where he leaves the movie near the end of the film for the... Like, and then the action happens. He, mm-hmm. Like, not not a huge spoiler, but, yeah, he, he there's a point where the movie doesn't focus on him so much anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And at that point, I was kind of like, oh, man... Like I wanted him around. Yeah, <laughs> why, like I kind of, I kind of felt like, why did they just leave him yeah. by the side of the road? Yeah, uh, like, figuratively, figuratively, or literally. Who knows? Right, there's a road in this <laughs> also, movie. Oh, it's a side. Damn it! I hate you guys. Yeah, um, I read a thing a little while ago, uh, like last week or something. That I think they are going to give the sequel. Yeah, to to Juan. Uh, and um, Kurt Russell's character plays a much larger point because awesome. they are going forward with this franchise because he's this good at cool. the end yeah, yeah a lot of people thought this was the end but no there is yeah. going to be a part 8 that is coming I would be and shocked if they I know, yeah, made like a billion big, big role for Kurt Russell in that one apparently according to Vin Diesel anyway you know what the, you know what they need to they, they also need to start reincorporating um Ludacris and and uh, Tyrese Gibson yeah. and everybody because they felt like they were just stuck in because people like them. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. they, they they were you know they're part of the team and generally yeah. that's what they do in these movies. Is yeah, they show up and execute the <laughs> ridiculous plans yeah. everybody yeah. has. <laughs> but they they felt really stuck in this time. Yeah, like, yeah. like uh, there could have been a little more action with them. Yeah, and or I- like a, a little more kind of character. Uh, like the, yeah. their characters could have been a have more, more to do to this. actually do than just yeah. like I'm at the then computer. Yeah, come and 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 like throw out a, a really dumb one liner yeah. once in a while. Yeah, James Wan really uh, really upped the like creepy shots of women too. I felt like oh boy, like there was a couple where I was like like the. Is the camera gonna go right in her butthole right yeah. now? Yeah, <laughs> and like, somebody, uh, Courtney Small, I think, of t- a Toronto uh, critic, said something online about like it's approaching Michael Bay territory, where you're kind of like, yeah. come on, wait a minute. Yeah. And then Matt Brown had my favorite thing on Letterboxd, where he said his his only review of the movie was just, I really appreciated the seven shots of that woman's taint. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, because like, in the opening, like. The, scene the, the I was big, like dress, this the is big race, yeah, uh, yeah like like too much too it, much well, like women as set dressing in moments which which yeah I guess that's fine but this it's not re- in th- this franchise doesn't need that yeah like it, it, that's not what this franchise is about 
and and yeah, I, I kind of found it like I guess I didn't really find it that intrusive or anything. I was like, no, but okay, there was well, a few. She's got a nice butt, but uh, <laughs> but it's not necessary right now. Yeah, um, yeah, and so now I guess. The finale, everybody knows this yeah. is Paul Walker's last uh, film. Yeah. Uh, from pa- he passed away, and and they there's been a lot of talk about kind of like the ending of the movie, kind of acting as a tribute, yeah. which it does, and very I, much does. I felt like the ending of the movie was about as great a way for them to kind of send off his character the as movie, they could have. The movie ended, and then they and did, then they and did. then they dealt with his character. Yeah. Uh, and and. I loved it. I thought, I thought like, it was it was really poignant. I thought it was perfect and really uh, uh, emotional. Yeah. and I got a little emotional yeah, watching mm-hmm. it. Totally. Um, it, it it was it's schmaltzy. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. these movies are schmaltzy. So why would they not deal with that in a yeah. schmaltzy way? They they basic, but they did it. But they come by that schmaltziness completely yeah. honestly because they know what the movie franchise is. Yeah, because the movie and the franchise works because it's these people that obviously love each other in real life and the movie sends him off in a way where it works both as a real life send-off and a movie send-off oh they might as well have been using their own names yeah um and and yeah man that last shot oh yeah perfect uh, oh man so perfect i was like do that yes thank you (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's raining in my glasses (laughs) (laughs) yeah no i thought like yeah Yeah. surprising that they nailed it that well because it is kind of a cheesy movie but like it works just about as perfect as you could want a mm-hmm. send off for that character and, and him. See it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Pretty good. I'm going to watch it again, like on a smaller screen, because mm-hmm. I, I want to see how the finale acts. Because there was a few moments where I was like, I have to look away. This is too much yeah. craziness. But it's worth watching. Yeah. Although I will say, one of the things in the final action movie, I was like, what the fuck is this? Transporter 2? And that's all I'll say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, some coconut gloves in there? Yes. <laughs> no. They squirt the oil whole, everywhere. Everybody's wearing coconut yeah. gloves through the whole movie. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like, I had, for, uh, aside from some of the things that we talked about, it was, I had a great time. It's it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Totally. It definitely could have been cut down. Yeah, for sure. And I hope maybe they, if they give him another movie, they, I don't know, they, they seem to just think everybody wants more and more of this. Let's just continue these things to be at two and a half hours. But they yeah. don't need to be. No, no, they don't need to yeah. be. Especially and with I, not that much substance. I feel like there was a little bit of laziness in, like, there's a lot of, like, okay, well, we don't need this character right now, so let's just shove him to the side. Yeah. Everybody still wants to see him, yeah. so we'll have him in the movie, but uh, we don't really need... Like, I felt like everybody that people wanted to see in these movies could have been incorporated a yeah, little yeah, bit better. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but But, again, they're also cutting around you know uh, uh, a guy that they thought would be in the movie a lot more yeah did yeah. you notice any of that stuff because it's pretty obvious a few scenes a couple a couple of scenes were pretty obvious like especially that last scene kind yeah. of thing but but at the same time again that that was sort of yeah. like this separate little denouement totally kind of thing. Yeah, yeah there's a w- couple scenes where you're like this scene seems d- like lit dark and yeah they keep cutting away from him when he's yeah. about to talk he's like his brother yeah. And, uh, yeah. yeah 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 but yeah, there's a child in front of his face all of a sudden. Yeah, <laughs> but. Um, yeah, and there was one of the action scenes where the Kurt Russell action scene before we get off this, I thought was pretty bad. Yeah, where they're in like a warehouse and it's dark and you can't see anything, and I was like, why is this even here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it wasn't even all that entertaining. No. Yeah. yeah. Um, but at the same time, they threw cars out of an airplane, so you should probably go see this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and luckily, spoiler alert: all of those cars 
do land on the road. <laughs> so don't worry about it. <laughs> Except for one, but it lands 10 feet uh, away from the road. Yeah. It gets back there. Yeah. Uh, well. Dumb. Speaking of dumb. Yeah. We made. I have a name, Greg. <laughs> we made dumbass. We made over dumb here. loser. Watch a movie. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, this is a good one. They timed it so it would be around at the same time, mm. super fast. 2015. Jason Friedberg and Aaron Seltzer's spoof of the uh, Fast and the Furious films came out. Uh, same we, day. We leave. We we lean on these guys for movies sometimes because usually that works out timing wise like yeah. this um imdb describes this film as being about undercover cop lucas white joins vin sorrento's la gang of illegal street racers they are fast and they are furious and they plan to double cross la crime kingpin juan carlos de la soul who hides his cash in a downtown taco bell the gang's outrageous <laughs> plan is as daring as it is ridiculous and we'll see him speeding towards the see them towering the whole damn restaurant at crazy speeds what towing towing the whole damn restaurant at crazy Mm -hmm. speeds uh tell us about this hilarious i assume movie um yep watch the this i watched it today (laughs) yeah yeah Um, is there anyone of note in this uh no no okay not one person okay not even like a cast off from mad tv (laughs) which is the weirdly the stable that these things draw from um this is just terrible (laughs) (laughs) i like i i think uh oh man yeah i (laughs) i think it's the worst one of theirs that i've seen and i I haven't seen many of them i had to see starving games any of them I th- but I don't know if it was as like offensive to me as a viewer, <laughs> like as like a disaster movie was, because okay. that had a bunch of people really trying to be funny in it. Yeah, they used to put Fred Willard funny. in all those movies. Right, he would just do oh, them all, sad. and you're like, oh man. Yeah. yeah, and that had like a bunch of mad TV yeah. people like just trying so hard, and was like, oh fuck, you suck, stop it. <laughs> Whereas then, like this time, they like none of these, none of these people are comedians. So none of them are funny. So it's it's the flattest comedy I think I've ever seen, where no one has a comedic instinct in them whatsoever that sounds fascinating it was really weird to watch because like it almost wasn't played for jokes you know what i mean like except for the guy so everyone has like everyone's like named vin or michelle or whatever named after the actors that uh which which when i saw that on imdb i was like all right i get it yeah all right i feel like every movie does help it in any kind of way uh but the guy who's in the paul walker role they've not gone with that name He's not Paul. He's Lucas White. Yeah. And they aren't really making him too much like Paul Walker, which I think was because he possibly died. intentional. Yeah. yeah. But I feel like they had made it or they'd started working on this a while ago. Anyway, um, but that guy who was in the Paul Walker role, Al- Alex Ashbaugh, yeah. is horrible. <laughs> sure. And for some reason, he's doing like a surfer guy thing for the whole movie, which is really not funny and really not good. And I don't know why. Yeah, and has nothing to do with anything. No. And like, if you're going to, and they do like the whole series in one movie. So it starts yeah. with, when it's still about street racing. And like that, you could probably make a lot of fun of the first one quite a bit. Like Paul Walker's fucking hair is hilarious in that movie, the frosted tips and shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, to, you know, go for it. There's things to make fun of, but they don't know what any of those things are. <laughs> um, and it's just not funny at any moment. Yeah. 
Not even accidentally. Because <laughs> like, I, I think Starving Games, I said, had, I believe I said there was a single thing that yeah. I laughed or hard at. Or by just being pummeled over and over, something, yeah. you, you know, you get dumped Eventually down while they, you're watching it and you accidentally go, huh, yeah, that's something <laughs> and you hate yourself for it afterwards. Yeah. But nothing at all. I just watched it stone faced, like <laughs> uh, just, oh, God. I love it. And it's over 90 minutes. So, yeah. I mean, fuck off, man. Yeah. This does not need over to go. Over 90 minutes. Well, it's an hour 45. Which is pushing it with this that, shit. Yeah, really fucking not, pushing it. Would, this should be 85 minutes. Yeah, because yeah, it's not like they're making these things to, to make a movie. They're no. making no. these things so that they can directly sell them to idiots. Yeah, yeah. So like, Why yeah. would they not just get in and get out at the, the lowest level that they possibly could? <laughs> I know. And yeah. why, like, why even try with the title, Super Fast? Just call it Remember Fast and Furious? Yeah. Right on. That was funnier than this movie. Yeah, yeah, it is. Quite <laughs> a lot. Uh, I will give... Uh, I, not to be damning to everyone involved in this, because I think there's a guy in it named uh, Omar Shaparo who plays Juan Carlos de la Sol. Uh, and I don't know. I felt like they were going for a de la Sol joke in this because yeah. they call him de la Sol the whole time. And I'm like, when's it going to land? Where's the yeah. de la Sol joke? Or yeah. at, least, at least acknowledge that you're doing that. Yeah. yeah. Nothing. Uh, he and a fellow named uh, Joseph Julian uh, Soria... I think if they had to play these characters in a better movie, could have been all right. I think they're not terrible actors. Okay. But essentially, they're doing a very, 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 very cheap version of El Guapo and Jefe from Three Amigos. That sort of relationship is that kind of thing where it's like, this is your bad guy, and he's very intense, but he's also sort of like sweet and weird, too. Like, you know, the like El Guapo and Jefe with the whole thing, like, is it possible that you're upset about something else, but once again, taking it on at Jefe? Yeah. Eh, Because you're turning 40. Eh. (laughs) like Like, that element is there. Yeah. Although there's no writing to support it, sure. yeah. but I feel like Omar Shaparo is probably a, a quite a good actor. Yeah, because I didn't hate him in this abysmal film, <laughs> or at least somebody who's seen Three Amigos, right. and I can respect that. Absolutely, <laughs> like this is the only way this is going to fly. Yeah, um, and I feel like the not hateable parts with them were improvised. I oh, very yeah, much right. got that feeling, and right. so. There was something with a seatbelt that I was kind of like, I see how this could almost be a bit. Yeah. It's not one. <laughs> yeah. But right. almost. Yeah. Could yeah. have been. <laughs> if you're so, in half-assed vaudeville. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know. Um, but yeah, I, I don't really know what to say. This is a really not a, nothing. No, don't ever watch this <laughs> for any reason. Done. Uh, I won't. Uh, I, just, I just hate them. <laughs> I just hate them so much. Let's see if they have anything Jason up on the- Jason Friedberg and Aaron Seltzer, you fucking- they got oh. anything on the horizon They're here? They're Canadian, aren't they? Are they? I don't know. That's a bummer. Oh, great. Uh, 2015 filming, Who the Fuck Took My Daughter? He's from Mississauga, Aaron Seltzer. Mm. Mississauga, Ontario, you piece of shit. That's a oh, real... That uh, explains it. That's, <laughs> <laughs> they got Fucking a real... They have a real thing about being timely, eh? Like what? making super fast at the 7th. They're going to do Who the Fuck Took My Daughter, which oh. is just taken, taken, I assume, but right. now, you know, three films late. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Ugh. Look at li- listen to this. Um, listen to this filmography. 1996 Spy Hard. <laughs> oh, they did Spy. They Hard? did the screenplay slash story. Yeah, I, I that imagine mo- that movie's a bummer. I, yeah. I imagine with okay. a lot of other people. 
That was yeah, back, right. yeah. yeah. And then they, they did just, a just a credit for story. It looks then like. they they worked on the script for Scary Movie, Scary Movie Two, Scary Movie Three, Date Movie, Scary Movie Four, Epic Movie, Meet the Spartans, Disaster Movie, Vampire Suck, The Starving Games, Best Night Ever, Super Fast, and oh Who the Fuck Took My Daughter? Coming soon. That's literally like a vacuum of comedy. Yeah, <laughs> really a black bad. hole of comedy. That's really really bad. <laughs> wow. All right. Jeez. Yeah, we Look don't have to spend that. too much that time on that. Horrible. Don't watch it. Yeah, don't ever see it for any reason. Don't ever watch it. I'm glad. I, don't be stupid. I will say that I love picturing you just with this movie in front of you being like stone-faced like, huh. <laughs> Just like it was <laughs> sucking the life out of me. I'm just like, just stop. Can you just stop it? Yeah. Who is this? Like, is this popular still? Do these make enough money to be a, I guess if Talking Cat can be made and. and uh, <laughs> well, I just can't believe it's for theatrical release. Is it in theaters? Not in Canada. Okay, good. It is in the Canada States. Canada was like, no. No, thanks. I yeah. could see that in the States. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, if thing. you just want to go and be like, uh, I don't know. I feel like I there's, remember. A, there's a huge. Con- I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I think that there's yeah. a huge contingent of people who that. That's, that's good enough. That's funny for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They saw Fast and the Furious, which you just you made a, a point that that just blows my mind is that the Fast and Furious movies, the movies that these this movie is spoofing, yeah. are funnier, yeah, than this than this movie. They, yeah. the, that blows those my movies, mind. even from the start, like a lot of the first couple movies, there's a funny like because this is so silly, crazy. Yeah. But even those, I feel like there's some jokes that land that are trying to be jokes. Yeah, from, yeah. from movie one, they're always yeah. there. Always have been in, in yeah. every Fast and the Furious movie I've seen, which I, I only yeah. haven't seen one, which is the one that is like not technically canon. Um, which one? Uh, uh, Tokyo. Oh yeah, Tokyo yeah. Fellas. Oh, but that's like Tokyo hardcore fellas. canon now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because so much. Yeah, of that, they kind of yeah. did bring it back. Well, um, the one yeah. character Han, yeah, Han is from that, and also there's uh, he made he's in a movie that uh, Lynn made called Better Luck Tomorrow, right? And he's the character from the Fast and the Furious films in that movie. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. yeah, some people I know in Toronto Expanded made... universe, baby. Yeah. They, <laughs> yeah. Some people yeah. I know in, in Toronto made a cut that includes that footage from that other movie in, like, a super cut of all these movies. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I kind of want to see that. Now. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. Uh, those movies are probably funnier than this not funny spoof. That's, yeah, yeah that, that blows my mind. <laughs> yeah, this sucked. <laughs> this it a, super sucked. Oh, my God. <laughs> That was funnier than their movie. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it really was. The seriousness on your face, I need to tell the listeners when you said that. <laughs> yeah, you seem sad. It was yeah. really rough, man, and I I really wanted to see Fury uh, 7 so I bad. like it when there's something that's so not funny and like so aggravatingly not funny that you just you can't even bring yourself to be funny about it. No, yeah. I don't like, have anything to say. Like, it's like there's nothing just, to... It yeah. just sucked shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> it just sucked so much shit. And I was just watching, like, how is this? It just made me mad. It made me yeah. so mad. Like, it's just so... Uh, fuck, I don't even know what it so is. It's so lazy. It's yeah. so untalented. It's so pandering. It's so fucking offensive as a fucking movie. Yeah. You know? Like, the uh, Ford Fairlane is a mad, masterpiece. <laughs> Of thoughtfulness and comedic <laughs> genius compared to this fucking empty garbage. At least be offensive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something, anything, you know. Yeah. But no, I just like, I'd rather be dead. <laughs> <laughs> if this is it, folks, if yeah. this is all we got out there. Yeah. What a fucking bummer, you know. Like, uh, 
Well, anyway, you know what's a fucking bummer? Yeah, I do. Um, I know, I know something that that has uh, that's a huge <laughs> bummer that has like twelve bummers in it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Casey, why don't you walk us through? Uh, give us a refresher on why you gave us the soundtrack of Fifty First Dates. Um, well, it was uh, a suggestion made by one of our Twitter followers, uh, Brian uh, at uh, Styggian, uh-huh. I believe. Uh-huh. Um. And uh, and he, I guess, claims that this thing was a big, fat load of crap. And uh, I feel like I can confirm that having heard uh, half of one 30 track. 30 seconds of one song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which was the guy from... Alien Ant Farm. Alien Ant Farm. Dryden Mitchell. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, doing... Um, uh, well, what was it? It was Friday I'm in Love by Friday The Cure. Friday I'm in Love. Oh my God! I don't. I don't understand how that got made or whose <laughs> mind that came out of. We'll get to that. That's not my favorite Cure song, anyway. Yeah. No, either. But Jesus Christ, did they ever just turn uh, a kind of eh, all right song into something that's spectacularly unlistenable? Yeah. Well, speaking of spectacularly unlistenable, mm-hmm. uh, so this song, this album, as we mentioned off the top of the episode is sort of pseudo-reggae-esque uh, covers from... Uh-huh. Uh, basically, everything has kind of a, a reggae, upstrokey vibe to it. Some of them more more reggae than, than others, but yeah. covers of 80s pop songs. So we have songs like uh, Love Song by The Cure, Hold Me Now, uh, Drive by The Cars, Slave to Love, Brian Ferry, Every Breath You Take, The Police, Ghost in You, Psychedelic Furs, mm-hmm. I Melt With You, Modern English, lots of, of songs you'll recognize. Some that I couldn't recognize um but uh covered by artists like yeah. 311 white jean will i am and fergie ub40 mark mcgrath of sugar ray dryden mitchell of alien <laughs> ant farm jason mraz um yeah like you know what if you want to make your movie soundtrack that takes place you know in a kind of caribbean locale and you're going to do reggae versions of of uh these songs uh-huh. part of me when going into this was like I'm interested to hear how this is. Yeah. And then you look at the credits and it's like, why are any of these, like was fucking guy from Sugar Ray and guy from Alien Ant Farm that big in 2004? I feel like maybe he's the guy from Sugar Ray. Yeah. In 2004? He was like a TV guy by that yeah. point. Yeah, wasn't right? he a game show host at yeah. that, at that <laughs> And point? I feel like Alien Ant Farm had been like a couple years out off their one-hit like wonder. paving the way for Adam Levine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> is he a game show host now? <laughs> He's on The Voice. That's like a game show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. that's well good for him. Yeah. yeah good um, job, Adam Levine. You're making Mark McGrath look like he has credibility. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and and then you fucking listen to this thing, and right off the top, you're like, what is this? Oh, what it is is the worst. When I listened to that Wayne Wonder song on YouTube, I thought somehow I had the wrong song. <laughs> and, and Did you it, say Wayne Wonder? Yeah. Yeah. What he, he does Hold Me Now by the Thompson Twins. Yeah. yeah. Which I quite like. I think I, I like the original. Yeah, me too. It's a, I, no, I don't like this. I didn't like anything on here. Nothing on here is good. Nothing. No, Not no. A one thing. Not one Most thing. Most of it pissed me off. Yeah. yeah. Uh... Like that song doesn't work as a reggae song. Hold me now. But he's doing like a reggae dancey pop thing, and it's sure. like, and it doesn't work. No, nothing no. works. Uh, then this uh, love song uh, by The Cure, which is a fucking gorgeous tune, done yeah. by Three Eleven. Terrible, straight up garbage. Well, Three Eleven sucked. I heard them up. do that on David Letterman, right, with Robert Smith, right. 
it mm-hmm. it made me sad that inside made, me. I don't like you saying that. I want to pretend it yeah. didn't happen. Just yeah, no. Th- like everything 311 touches, this is garbage. <sighs> um, uh, I, th- I think the one that, uh, like that one I hate intensely, uh, but I was aware of because it was such a big hit yeah. on its own. But the one that got me is a song I really like and didn't know was on here is uh, uh, Will Sargent, Ian McCullough, Les Patterson, and Seal did a version of Lips Like Sugar by Echo and the Bunnymen. Yeah. And I love that song. Fucking love that song. Yeah, this Seals is, featuring Mikey Dredd. I feel like if you didn't know the original and you heard this, you would never listen to the original, which is a bunk because this is so bad. Yeah. yeah. It sucks out everything that makes that song good. Yeah. And just like vaguely resembles the chorus. Yeah. It's really horrible. Well, I feel that like a made, lot. I think that one made me maybe the, probably the most mad on here. I, I feel like a lot of the songs on here did that. I feel like a lot of the songs, because a lot of these originals are kind of like songs that have big hooky choruses. Right. You know, like Every Breath You Take or Friday I'm In Love or, yeah. you know, or the, you know a song by the Cars are all kind of like things that have like a hook that digs itself into you. Right. And everybody took the idea of like, well, we're going to reggaeize them as meaning like, oh, take all of the melody like away <laughs> <Yeah>. from this <laughs> so that it has nothing to like catch you. Yeah. And then maybe do some upstroke kind of tempo like and it's fucking uh, it was because i was like oh what's gonna happen with fucking every breath you take by ub40 and yeah it was fucking awful it was so bad and then when you get to the back half and it's mark mcgrath of sugar ray doing whatever i like the worst thing in the world to a psychedelic fur song and then yeah and i was like okay friday i'm in love but the alien ant farm guy and it's like a fucking bedroom demo it's so weird like the opening <laughs> the opening of the song is like he had a casio like maybe one of the hundred dollar casios like yeah. not not a good casio yet but it's like the big ones you can buy at radio shack that feel <laughs> like they might be a real thing but suck yeah and was like off time playing the melody on on that like in his bedroom it's, it's like something i would have done in high school and then it turns into like a song but not really no it's not really. so half-hearted it's it's kind of like if if you can imagine the song friday i'm in love but kind of going like boop, 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 boop. yeah <laughs> it's really off-putting they he fucking recorded that and they printed it on an album on a fucking cd and said take it america that's and the, the crazy world thing is and, and that that allowed that's that alien ant farm guy to go i can't lose yeah. <laughs> that song specifically i was like I don't know how people were like, yeah, do this. How many people could have done a better cover of that? So, like, of all these songs. It's a pretty easy, like, for for it being a pretty lackluster song, it's a pretty easy song to just do straight up. Or even put a different bent on, like, a a reggae, which I hate it when pop songs are made into reggae or ska songs. It's a lazy. I mean, I I hate reggae generally, but... uh, I uh, think they should have got, like, a couple people that could do reggae... Well, yeah, and why if you got actual reggae yeah. legitimate reggae artists yeah. doing this? That's why the you know something like the like the uh, soundtrack to Life Aquatic works, right? Yeah, you know because oh, you have, but that's a fucking because they have Sue George, that's, fucking but that's such it. a specific. Um, a, a specific idea. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah fair enough. 
this but, is yeah, just this like, is just the the oral equivalent of an Adam Sandler movie. Yeah, yeah. you know what? At the end, of, at <laughs> the lowest common denominator, please. <laughs> Absolutely. At the, the end of the, the album, laziest way to do this. Yeah. At the end of the album, Adam Sandler has his little ukulele right. tune from the movie, mm-hmm. which is the best thing on here. Is it what? What's the song? Forgetful Lucy. It's just mm-hmm. about him. It's like a song he sings to her because she can't remember anything, right. and he just sings a silly little song about like. There, it's just kind of Adam Sandler doing his little strum along thing, like "Oh, I, I, when I met you, I love you." Forget for Lucy, and he yeah, rhymes some things. I feel like it being kind of uh, like because like I've a, seen that movie, yeah. mm-hmm. um, and, and I feel like I remember it being kind of like, it's like "Oh, a, it's kind of yeah. pretty and cute." It's yeah. like a cute little Adam Sandler version of like the thing that Steve Martin does in The Jerk, but not as good. Yeah, but yeah. like kind of a oh, he made a little cute song for yeah. the girl he loves, and it's sure. better than everything on here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Yeah. yeah. This was garbage. It was so bad. It was really, really hard to listen. I put it on. Uh, I had. I was down at uh, the restaurant doing some work, and so I played it over the speakers there quite a bit uh, while <laughs> oh, I was no. doing paperwork and shit like that. And while I was alone there too, in a big. I was gonna say. So now everybody thinks you're a fucking. No, idiot no. Or... <laughs> and I, while I was listening to it at a good volume, so I could, you know, uh, it's a punishment album. Yeah. You do. Sure. But I was like, if I notice anyone I work with start to come in, I have to run <laughs> and turn this the fuck off. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> but I got away with it. I was uninterrupted in my terrible listening of this. Yeah. Garbage. All right. Well, well there you go. Yeah. Thanks, Brian. <laughs> Um, well, let's get to rolling. Why don't you slow the fuck down? Oh, man, no! Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. No, let's get to rolling. Yeah. <laughs> I always <laughs> do it. Uh-uh. All right, well, Greg, as, uh, as usual, Greg, uh, well, not as usual, you no. don't always lose, but no. as usual on the <laughs> as uh, usual, game. dumb loser. <laughs> no. As usual in the game, somebody gets to give us the album to listen to for the rest of the week, and Greg gets to do that now. Anyway, moving on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Greg had a bad week, it sounds. Really bad. So... Um, I'm scared. Yeah, yeah, really punishing week for you. Really uh, aggressive. Yeah, um, which is why I'm quite shocked that I'm not going to give you a terrible. Ooh, hey, all right. But I was committed to it. It's been a really long time since uh, I've given out an album I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I honestly, as I'm looking at what I'm trying to throw out here, I, I'm settled on the band. Okay, but I don't know which album, and I'm still kind of on the fence because yeah. this is a very a huge discography that I adore and I don't and but there's so many benchmarks in it that I'm not sure which experience is the right one to give to you. Okay. So the uh the band is Killing Joke. Oh, okay. Right. We, did, we did a Killing we Joke. We did a Killing album. Joke album and right when we started the podcast yeah. and we still reviewed albums but neither of you had heard the album for that episode and Dan Gorman I don't think you ever did. Uh, which was their 2012 album, which is called 2012. Yeah, no, I remember listening to it. I remember and actually we quite liking it. that album. It's a very good because album. Because yeah. I'm, not, I'm not the world's biggest Killing Joke fan, but mm, I remember listening yeah. to that and going, I got to give them more of a chance. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, oh, I like some of this and some not so much, but like being convinced to go check out some early stuff. And yeah. I believe I did, but I'm not like a, a crazy, yeah. I think I went and yeah. listened to the first couple and was like, oh, I'm interested here. Yeah, uh, I love this yeah. band. Um, and there, there, there is a bad part of their discography, but it's only uh, two albums. Um, and, but one of them is atrocious. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, I'm not that obviously is not what I want to do. But I just don't know where I feel like starting at the beginning because their debut album is so fucking good. Didn't and- we do a thing where we listened to both? 
Uh, I don't know. Where we listened to their debut album, or did I just do that? Uh, I, I think, think I might have just. Because I think I so. went to their first after that episode. Yeah, yeah. I feel yeah, like I think what I we did, did in that episode, instead of because we didn't really have a chance to review the album fully, because not everyone had heard it at that point, was I just kind of talked about their career for like a long time. It's not like our third or fourth episode. Yeah, so it's, it's pretty, pretty early. Not even up on the damn thing anymore, but. Which is a shame because our the first uh, bunch of episodes are <laughs> just gold. Yeah, we so, beg yeah. of you to seek it out. Please don't. Please don't. Please so, don't. So yeah, don't. I mean, I've been on a killing joke kick again. But like the first album, I feel like okay. Here's here's you tell me what you want to listen to. That's how we'll do it. The first right. album, uh, many would consider their best. I do not. Okay. Uh, although it's very good. Um, I think it's important to listen to because it's probably the best gateway to see what this band will become, and also all the major bands that they would influence that have not come around yet. So this okay. album is 1980, but you can hear them inform essentially how the rest of the 80s and then particularly the 90s are going to, just, going to sound for alternative music and guitar music, majorly influencing yeah. groups as different as Metallica, Nirvana, and you know Nine Inch Nails, yeah. Ministry, all that kind of shit, with things that were nowhere near happening in 1980. And I don't understand the reference points for how this album came about. <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. So that's really exciting. But then you've got uh, there they broke up in the end of the 90s, and then had a return in 2003 with another self-titled album. Uh, but and Dave Grohl drums on. I remember uh, that one coming in. Yeah, and that's pretty crazy. And also because of the whole lawsuit thing with Nirvana over the Come As You Are riff that they totally stole mm -hmm. from the Nighttime album, which is another one I considered because it was the bridge between them being like a weird underground band and then kind of had a breakthrough pop hit by accident. And then there's just what I think is their best album, but I don't know if it's uh, if it makes sense for a, for a casual listener yeah. to, or someone who doesn't really know their shit to dive into because it's a very dense album, but it's probably the best thing they ever did. My, I immediately want to go first album. Me too. Because yeah. mm. usually with this kind of stuff, I like to go and be like, what's like going to, on yeah, here? I like to see the, the sparsest version of, yeah. and not necessarily musically the sparsest, but the sparsest yeah. version of, of their idea of what they are yeah. before yeah. they start to sort of pile on and build on that. That's what I'd like to do. Okay. Yeah, right. I'd be, and I'd probably, you know, for other Killing Joke fans, they'd probably think I was crazy for not giving you the yeah. self-titled 1980 yeah. debut. Which oh is, boy, this is, I, I feel like with the weather getting better, and st uh, uh, I feel like this is a great album for me right now. This, I, I, uh, part of the reason I went with this be is because of the current state of the weather. Because I right. do have an album I really want to talk about with you guys, but I'm waiting for like the real turn of spring yeah. to be here. And I'm like, just where it's still a little gray and cold right now, where you're shaking shit off, I think yeah. <laughs> Killing Joke is a fantastic place to go. Sweet. Uh, their debut album is about as strong as a weird debut can be there's only really there's a track i don't i really don't like on it one that i'm sort of i don't care about but the other ones are all excellent Sweet. Uh, and it's interesting as you go through just like kind of listening to how the guitar is handled uh and it just like oh yeah i fucking i can hear james hetfield mm -hmm. uh coming oh down the line in this i can fucking totally hear nirvana in this and a lot of uh percussion ideas that girl would later use so uh, yeah, it's really fucking cool. So start. Uh, I guess we start at the start. Although All I think right. the, when the band returned in 2003, what would follow from that is the best period of their career. Damn. But you got to start somewhere. In yeah. The beginning is the best place. Well, we're going to start at the beginning with Killing Joke next week. And uh, now we're going to roll. <laughs> All right, let's get to rolling. Uh, we are rolling this week. We got a good roll here, I think. Yeah. Um, the film Cut Bank from Matt Shackman comes out this Friday, yeah. uh, starring John Malkovich, Liam Henworth, Teresa Palmer, 
Billy Bob Thornton, Bruce Dern, Oliver Platt, crazy cast. Ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous cast. Trailer. Yeah, Holy go, go, like, shit. stop the, the episode right now and watch the trailer. Yeah. And then just get your stupid mind blown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wa- go watch the trailer for Cut Bank. It's on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, they've got that, some good posters, that too. That poster is phenomenal. There's a poster that's very The Sting, and there's another poster that has, like, glasses shattered on it that are that's super throwback to uh, Straw Dogs. Straw Dogs. Uh, yeah. So, uh, really looking forward to this movie the this trailer sells the hell out of it yeah man um yeah so we got this poster here cannot wait um yeah it looks crazy um can't oh, wait yeah, for this movie so straw dogs um <laughs> and then we have a movie called the longest ride that greg couldn't remember the name of nor could no. i because it has no, a no. very boring I'll forget name. as soon as uh, i look away from the screen <laughs> Oh no! This okay. This is a Nicholas Sparks yeah. uh, adaptation, which we yep. love to yep. lean on here. Oh, oh boy! Yes. Guess guess how long this Nicholas Sparks adaptation oh, is? Oh God! Is it over two hours? It is a hundred and thirty nine minutes. <laughs> Jesus oh God! Christ. Why? Uh huh. So this uh, this movie is about mm. the lives of a young couple intertwining with a much older man as he reflects back on a lost love while he's trapped in an automobile crash. <laughs> that took a turn. Uh, <laughs> so it's a love story about a guy remembering love while his like leg is stuck in a car. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yep. Uh, Alan, Alan Alda is the old wise man in this one. Yeah. I yeah. saw the trailer. It yeah. looks <laughs> exactly <laughs> like every other Nicholas yeah. Sparks for sure. And yeah. uh, we, I should, I should say, I forgot to say the, the plot of Cut Bank. A young man's life is unraveled after witnessing a murder that he filmed in his rural town of Cutbank. Right. So Cutbank versus Longest Ride. Um, one looks fucking fantastic. Yeah. The other looks unfortunate. Like a Nicholas Sparks movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, so let's do this roll, Casey. Here we go. Longest what? Longest Ride. <laughs> I forgot yeah, it already. I forgot too. <laughs> That's a six. six. All, right. All right. Longest Ride versus Cutbank. I'm rolling here. That's a zero. Oh, Fuck, boy. <laughs> no, I always see these things. <laughs> Greg has to roll a zero hey, for me to, to not see this do anything. That's Except a nine. Roll a nine. Yeah. Well, there okay. you go. Cut bang. Oh, yay. Yeah. Very excited about <laughs> this Off you go, movie. Danny boy. Oh, Don't you fall God. in love. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you fall in love with I Alan Alda. I see. Casey saw one of these. <laughs> I've seen every other one, I feel like. Yeah. You saw one. Yeah. Dan, all I want to know is how many ghosts are at the end of this yeah. thing? Oh. <laughs> I am fucking upset. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, yes. Cut Bank looks We're so going good. to see Cut Bank, and Dan's going to see the longest movie. Uh, <laughs> oh, <so> no. <laughs> this uh. thing is as long as Furious 7, man. Oh, my God. And that movie had things blown up for me. I don't think this movie throws me. any cars out of no. planes. No. No. Fucking it just God. throws one on top of a dude, and then he Shit. remembers love. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's at least going to be one accident. All right, I got something to look forward to. I got to say... I'm, I'm going to try and think positively because that sounds like a ridiculous premise. Yeah, and I hope, I, well, yeah. Of, you know, for losing a dice roll, it does suck that you're not going to see Cut Bank because it looks so great. Uh, but I mean, it, these are the kind of movies that are so insanely bad usually yeah. that there's at least something in it. But boy, over two hours. That's, yeah, yeah. I, I can't say I, I wasn't entertained by the best of me. Yeah, the uh, blurst of me. Uh, the durst of me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
it's uh, uh, yeah. I mean, it's so bonkers, and this just sounds like fucking. Uh, but seriously, though, yeah, a hundred and thirty thousand minutes. Uh huh. <laughs> that was really um, something. All right, well, let's get on into nine hundred two one zero. Yeah, I, fu- I can't remember what it's called again already. It's longest gone. ride. Ride. I knew it was longest. The, it's gonna be my longest streetcar ride to the theater. <laughs> <laughs> all right, nine hundred two one zero. Let's go. All right, 90210. Oh, yeah, Relay is our weekly segment where we watch an episode of Beverly Hills 90210 and uh, relay the information back to the fellas here mm-hmm. uh, in a relay fashion. I watched season three. Oh, here we are, season three. Yeah. Episode and of one. Of course, none of us have ever watched 90210 before. No. So we this are is our experiencing first time it as adults for the first time. Yeah. <laughs> adults is. <laughs> in uh, quotes. <laughs> yeah. Adults. Uh, I've lived a long time. I don't know what that means. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. So we're first, as adult as we're going to get. Yeah. First episode of season three. Yeah. Got a lot of notes here. Lay it on me, man. Uh, misery loves company. <laughs> so this episode opens with a dream sequence kind of situation. There's this weird music going on, which is what clued me off to it being a dream sequence because it opens at uh, Beverly Hills High and Steve is there. And he's at school, and he's, like, walking around the hallways, and it all says, like, see you next September. And it's like, boom, And I was like, what, what? the fuck is this music? <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's like, weird sci-fi thriller music. That's oh, why I was like, on, There's, this is not real. <laughs> and then Steve's at school, and then he runs into this teacher, and she's like, hey, you gotta, you gotta be held back. Like, you're gonna be held back this year. And, and uh, Steve's not too happy about that, so he wakes up all, like, upset. And that's the opening of fucking season three is him like waking up being like, oh, oh I don't have to take uh, school again this summer. Uh, so hmm. then we go to uh, Peach Pit. Oh, is it? We have summer episodes again. Yep. I just looked at season three. Do you know how many fucking episodes are in season three? Uh, oh, I don't want to ask. Like a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> is there like a thousand? Uh, there are 30. Yeah. Wow. So look forward to 30 episodes and see you next month. How long is that? How? <laughs> that's four a month. Yeah. Four episodes Jesus. a month for us. That well, there's is. 31 in season four. Holy, when do they settle down and be okay. a normal TV show? 22 yeah. episodes, guy. Uh-huh. 32 in season five. Holy fuck. Yeah. Sorry. Well, people right. couldn't get enough of uh, this shit. <laughs> I guess so. Jesus. So, Peach Pit. Now, Steve tells Brandon about the dream. He's like, it's so real. Imagine having to be a junior again. But they're very happy and excited that they're seniors. Uh, but then they go, but first, two months of freedom. Uh, Kelly and Donna show up at the Walsh house to see Brenda, and she seems kind of weird because of all the stuff that happened in the last episode, which was that she's not allowed to see Dylan anymore. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you recall. Uh, so they remember Dylan freaking the fuck yeah. out. So Kelly and Donna show up and they're like, we're all going to go bikini shopping. And she seems kind of weird. And the dad's like, well, you know, I've been acting real mean lately. So here's my credit card and like, go buy whatever you want. I've been an ogre lately. Uh-huh. And then so they go up outside <laughs> and end up dropping her off with Dylan. Uh Oh, she's lying to her parents to go sneak around with Dylan. Uh, that's the plot of this story here. <laughs> So oh, really, <laughs> that's that's the a a line through this uh-huh. episode. Okay, sounds exciting. So Donna and Kelly go, uh, and Kelly says she can't wait to go to Paris. They drive off, I mean, and she's like, "No, I can't wait to go to Paris." And Donna's like, "I might not go though because I thought if I stuck around town, my parents wouldn't uh, get divorced." And Kelly's like, well, you should be further from the war zone. The further from the war zone, the better, Donna. Yeah, her presence anywhere can't help the situation. 
She might as well get as far away as possible. <laughs> yeah, so back at the peach pit, uh, final paycheck for Brandon, and Steve sees the paycheck for the week and laughs at him for how tiny it is because it's not very much money. Steve's a dick. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Brandon's like, yeah, well, you're spoiled. And Steve's like, no, I'm privileged. And he's all proud about it. Uh, you fucking idiot. <laughs> and then uh, he's like, oh, I could get a job if I really wanted to, but I don't because I'm privileged. And Brandon bets him that he can't keep a job for one week. Uh, and then Steve goes and asks Joey about working at the Peach Pit in Brandon's position. Uh-oh. Joey, this sounds Joey. like a wild uh, B-plot of him oh, working at the Peach Pit. He goes, Nat. Yeah. When you say Nat, Joey, you sorry. mean Nat. So you mean Joey Tata. Yes. Joey Tata. Yeah. This this season he's classing it up a bit. Yeah, ta-ta. He's Joey Tata. Yeah. Joseph Tata. <laughs> so Dylan and Brenda are now on. You the You will beach. address me as Natalie <laughs> Tata. <laughs> Dylan and Brenda are on the beach at the country club, and uh, he wants her dad not to be his trust anymore for his money, and he's telling her about it. And he's like, your dad made it clear I'm not part of the family, man. Mm. And then they get romancy and make out to guitar solos. <laughs> how, <laughs> how, wait, how old is Dylan anyway? 44. That's like, <laughs> right. A yeah. hundred. Right. Shouldn't he be in control of his own fucking money anyway? They, they, he is a hundred. They make as many episodes of years he has lived <laughs> per season. Next year, 101. I don't want your dad involved in my RRSP. Yeah, yeah. It really is hilarious when he smiles at the opening credits. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck. So Brandon's at the country club for his summer job now, and his old box takes him for a walk by the water, and he's like, things are going to be different this summer. And he tells him about how he had a sporting goods store once, and it was getting real great, but then it went up in smoke because of, looter, of looters and a fire. And then Brandon uh, is like, that's a cool story. See you later. (laughs) (laughs) And then Brandon goes and sees Brenda with Dylan. uh, And he's like, I thought you were shopping. And she's like, it's none of your business. And he's like, I'm not going to be your accomplice, Brenda. And Dylan's like, what did I do, man? And Brenda's like, you're the guy taking their girl away. Uh, Brandon. uh, Why is Brenda getting all up in his face? I don't know. Because she, I guess she just wants him to go along and keep her secret that she's been sneaking around. And Brandon's like, I can't, man. I don't want to be a part of this. And Dylan's like, I didn't do anything, man. Just shut up, Brandon. <laughs> yeah. Go work at your job and make bets with Steve. Stay out of this. Yeah. Brandon's like, there's nothing I can do. And that's how the scene ends. Uh, Kelly and Donna now are waiting for Brenda to, like, be dropped back off so they can go drop her off at the at the Walsh house so mm-hmm. that it seems like they were together all day. Right. Uh, and she's a little late, but she finally arrives, and uh, Dylan and her have a little bit of a talk in the car before she gets dropped off, and he's like, I'm tired of sneaking around, man. And it's she's been like man. a quarter of an episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's been 15 minutes already. Yeah. So then we go to dinner at the Walsh house, and Mom uh, asks Brenda, like, so what uh, were the bathing suits like? And Brenda was like, uh, what? <laughs> and then the mom's like bathing suits or whatever and she's like oh yeah I didn't buy any and then Brandon tosses some shade at her about like oh yeah well why'd you forget like kind of nudging her about like in front of the parents mm-hmm. you know being kind of a dick being yeah. a dick yeah but uh, they snip at each other a little bit there and then dad's like hey stop moping around Brenda you've been real weird lately and uh She's like, yeah, well, weird since I told you you were broken up with your boyfriend. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, yeah, well, I want to see Dylan. And dad's like, that's a closed book. And then she glares at Brandon about 
that stuff. So uh-huh. see you later. Bag and Donna at the Peach Pit. Uh, Peach Pit. Yeah, David Silver. Uh, Donna tells him that she can't go to France because of how bad her passport photo is. She's like, I can't show this to anyone. That's why I'm not going to go. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, God. Damn and it. then Steve comes to take it, their order, and he's like, what do you have? And they're like, uh, b- b- what? Steve <laughs> working here? Oh. <laughs> and then Steve gives someone the wrong food at the Peach Pit. And, oh, no. No, Steve. This is going to be wacky and totally interesting for a whole episode. No, it won't. <laughs> so Dylan goes to see Jim at his office and uh, says, you know, you can control your daughter, but not me, man. And I want a new trustee. And Jim's like, that's up to your mom until you turn 21. Then you can do whatever you want, but you're not 21, so too bad. And then now we go to Brandon. He's still working at the country club. But Andrea, sorry, is working there now, running the kitty camp as the head counselor. And she's like, we can hang out all summer, Brandon, right? We're going to be the best of friends. And he's like, I don't want to fuck you. (laughs) How many seasons of this? Jesus. He's like, oh, yeah, great. Shifty eyes, shifty eyes. Yeah, Brandon uh, says to the boss, because the boss is like, is there something I should know going on here? Because it seems like things are weird between you guys. And he's like, I don't want to feel guilty when I'm talking to girls around her, because she kind of has a thing for me. Uh, and the boss is like, I got to go. You're a fucking child. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could not be less interested in this. Yeah. I got to get out of here. Uh, at home, Jim has a surprise for Brenda. And he's like, uh, you, yeah, Brenda, we got a big surprise today. The whole family, it's going to be a great surprise. And she's like, no, can it wait till tomorrow? And dad's like, I guess. And it turns out that the surprise was that they rented a cabana at the country club and they were going to surprise her with this thing. And they make some offhanded remark about like, yeah, our daughter, the one who loves surprises, wasn't even excited when I said, oh, you had a surprise for her. She's acting really weird. (laughs) She barely flirts with her brother anymore. So, yeah. yeah. (laughs) You haven't tried to fuck Brandon in a while. Uh, So Brandon's at the country club and his boss is like, you need to take some champagne to the new couple in Cabana 33. And he goes and it's his parents. (laughs) That's so funny. So much much fun. I love it when mom and dad are at my job. Uh, And then Brandon goes and helps some lady with uh, getting stuff out of her car. And while he's doing that, he looks over and and, uh, his parents are there while also Brenda Brenda and Dylan are there. Because they've been going to the country club to kind of hang out to not be seen around town. Right. So both are there at the same time. The parents oh, are going to see her with Dylan any minute. What's going to happen? I know. Let's drag this out. <laughs> uh, yeah. Damn, this is crazy. Uh, it's a big drama. So mom goes up on the cabana balcony and sees Brendan and Dylan canoeing. Happened pretty quick. And the dad comes out and she's like, let's, uh, let's go back inside. And he's like, no, let's stay outside. And she's like, no, let's go inside. And then he sees her with Dylan. Oh, fuck. Super intense music. Oh, man. And then Brandon's running around trying to find uh, Brenda and Dylan because he's like, you guys got to get out of here. I got to find them. Um, So he finds them, and Dylan is upset because Brenda doesn't want him to go up and see the parents because she's like, you go away. I'm going to go talk to them. He's like, how about I just go talk to them like a man? And she's like, no. So he doesn't. (laughs) No, go talk to them like a little girl. Yeah, and he's like, (laughs) Dylan's like, yeah, well, I've said it before. I'm still through playing games. And he leaves. 
So Brenda goes up to the parents. I'm going to go play a game. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go play Pong. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm so, a man. Yeah. Brenda goes to the parents and is kind of like, hey, guys, didn't see you here. How was your day? I'm going to talk about anything but Brandon and Dylan and whatever. Like, tries to play it yeah, off like sure. she doesn't know what's going on. And uh, the parents are like, we already saw you. Stop lying. And the dad gets real mad and yells at her. And the mom yells at her, too, about it. Like, I trusted you, too. You broke my trust. And then Brenda freaks out and tells him that she's in love with Dylan and will see him whatever she wants. And dad says, if you walk away from me right now, things will never be the same. And it gets real intense. Oh, dear. Oh, no. So we cut to the peach pit. Steve is spilling water everywhere oh, on the Steve. on the gang's table. And they're all like, hey, man, watch it. Brandon, <laughs> <laughs> Brandon comes in and points at a cup of Coke and says, I finally get it. Soda points at Steve and says, jerk. <laughs> and then uh, Andrea That's asked Brandon, like, I like that one. Hey, Brandon, when do you get the club in the morning? You could drive me there. I, even though I'm not supposed to be there that early, but you could drive me because it'll help me out. And then he's like, oh, yeah, great. So she basically just forced herself upon yeah, him. Yeah, and then Steve's like, and you could drive her home, too. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. Um, and then this guy Jay shows up. Oh, new Jay. character, oh, new Jay. Who yeah, won't be around new for Jay. <laughs> and he's got an old backstory too, because they're oh, like one episode Jay. Yeah, and they're like, they call him. They're like, things haven't been the same at the Blaze since you left, man. Because it turns out that he used to be the editor of the newspaper, which I didn't realize was called the Blaze. I was just gonna yeah, say, yeah. <laughs> what? yeah. The um, Beverly Hills Blaze. What is it called? Beverly Hills High. Which yeah. one do they go to? Uh, <laughs> Beverly Hills High, but the yeah. but the newspaper is called the Blaze, and I didn't know that. Hmm. Um, hmm. But he graduated, and he's like, In, I'm interning at CNN, and Andrea and him are gonna go see Batman Returns on a date. Oh, and Brandon's like. Hmm. The end. Uh, at home, Brenda's gone. Oh, I was, I was really? <laughs> <laughs> no. Left everything in the air to them. No, yeah. at, at no, home. No, Brandon just really wanted to see Batman Returns. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Brenda's not at home. It seems like she's run away. So dad's going to go over to Dylan's place to find her. Uh, we cut to Dylan's place and Brenda shows up. She's She was on her way there and she's there now and says, I left home. Can't live at home anymore. And they hug. So it looks like she's run away to live with Brand Dylan at her house, not Brandon. <laughs> uh, Brandon, though, is at the peach pit, and he wants a refill, and he's egging Steve on. <laughs> Man, let's see how long we can do this. Fucking boring shit for. <laughs> uh, Nat wants to talk to Brandon alone, and he's like, it's not working out with Steve. I don't know how to break it to him, man. And Brandon just says, give him another chance. How long has he been there? I like a, a couple days, maybe tops. Yeah. Yeah, maybe give it. Yeah. Like, maybe don't just like, oh, yeah, I'll hire you on. Oh, you yeah. suck at this for two days. You're yeah. Nat, Nat doesn't know about the bet yet, um, but Brandon's like, give him another chance. And then we hear crashes from somewhere off camera. Oh, because he sucks so much. He's getting a massage on the back. Yeah. Uh, uh, now we're at Dylan's place. The dad, uh, Jim, shows up and says, uh, you got to let me in here, man. Where's my daughter? And then she comes out and she's like, I'm not leaving. Uh, Unless you accept Dylan as a part of my life. And he's like, that's not going to happen. You better come home. And then Dylan says, you got to leave, man, because this is my house. And what are you going to do? Come in here and drag your daughter out of here kicking and screaming. And he's like, harumph. And the dad leaves. <laughs> really? Yep. So back at the peach pit, Steve pays up. And he's like, I quit. And then he's also like, actually, I got fired. And that's the end of that shit. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Bag goes to see Kelly, David Silver, and says, says he and Donna walked in on Donna's parents getting it on in the living room. Awesome. <laughs> and he's like, I guess the divorce is off. Because they're fucking. Because <laughs> fucking means no divorce. And that's that's uh, because Donna stayed home from Paris. I guess. I don't know. They mm. don't talk about it. They're just like, turns out they're not going to get a divorce because they're having right. sex again. Yeah. And then he's like, but I'm going to miss Donna when she goes on that trip. And then Kelly's mom comes in and says her water broke. Oh, shit. Because she's still pregnant, I realized as this scene. <laughs> as this I was scene literally rolled. just thinking, oh, she's pregnant? Yeah. As this scene played out, I realized, oh, yeah. That's right, baby coming. Yeah. So is the, Kelly dating Jake from Melrose Place at this point? I or? did not see any Jake. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, no Jake. Have they, they already started like, Melrose Place then? That- yeah, I feel like they got him out of there. I was a one-two punch, like uh two-episode yeah. arc. Right. Yeah, but he did so much gross kissing with it. Yeah. Yeah. Licky kissing. <laughs> so now Weird. we're at the Walsh house. I wonder what other teenagers he's going to be rubbing up against <laughs> yeah. at the old Melrose place. I've got to know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so mom, the mom and dad uh, don't want to lose Brenda, and uh, dad says they'll figure it out, and then Brandon comes home, and he's like, hey, what's going on? Oh, shit. This is going on. And then no <laughs> no, no one really- Tell me uh, that's his exact line. Yeah, totally. <laughs> He does kind of come in. What's going on? Oh shit! He does kind of going on. He does kind of come in like, "Hey guys, what's going on? Oh, things are serious." <laughs> um, no one thought it would come to this, and Brandon says they should look at things differently. He says, "Your problems with Dylan don't really have much to do with Dylan, do they?" Big fucking musical score moment. Mm. Oh man! Now, uh, Dylan, <laughs> what do they have to do with? Them? Yeah, I know. Oh my god! Dylan and Brenda are talking at Dylan's place. Uh, she says, like. He's like, come on to bed, babe. And she's like, I can't sleep in your bed tonight because I'll just be so worried about what's going on with my parents. I won't be able to sleep. Mm. And then he's mm, like, I want to well, have sex with you, but I'll be thinking about my dad the yeah. whole time. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> so will I. Yeah. <laughs> Jimbo. Do you think he's got the Casio on Rumba or... <laughs> Or I'll salsa. be thinking about your dad. You'll be thinking about your brother. It's going to be hot. Yeah. Um, uh, the Melrose Place debuted one week before this episode dropped. Oh, yeah. So that's why they're like, fuck that's off. That's why yeah, Jake's yeah. gone. Mm-hmm. Um, we already did the crossover episodes. Get out of here. <laughs> um, yeah, so he's like, well, you know what? I'll sleep on the couch, Brenda, and uh, you can have the bed. And they both say they love each other. She goes into his bedroom to sleep on his bed, and he stays on the couch. We fade to black. End of season three opener. Well, just be like, just because they they're not gonna fuck, they can't sleep in the same bed. I don't even know if it if because he she says like I can't sleep with you in your bed or I can't sleep in there or like I don't even know if it's about they want sexy time. I think it's just about she's like I'm so distraught I can't even like can't even sleep with you. I'll just be rolling around and I don't want like it. Just seems kind of like. Stress related. That's a stupid, <laughs> dramatic, dumb bullshit thing to do. But it's not even like a big dramatic thing. He he's just like, "Hey, come to bed." And she's like, "I can't. I'm gonna sleep alone." Even though I came over here, and then he's like, "Okay." And then we fade to black. Mm. It's like not even a good cliffhanger. The, have you no, guys noticed how terrible. the yeah. the <laughs> teenagers of Beverly Hills have some boring problems? <laughs> <laughs> like what? 
Nine oh two one. Oh, good night. I'm sleepy. This is boring. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So pass, right. not pass. On there's no moral of this episode. It's yeah. just the drama. Was I the feel not like pass. we're gonna be moving, as you suspected, Casey, that we're gonna be moving away from moralistic episodes yeah. now into just soap opera. Just stuff. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. hopefully, crazy bullshit. soap opera stuff. Yeah, hopefully God something willing. fucking happens. I think with yeah. that many episodes. My prediction is yeah, that this season will shit, will man. be shitty summer episodes. Yeah. Maybe one or two crazy in the summer episodes. But I think once we get into like the meat of the season, I think then they'll have to start being like, somebody's got a gun and who died and what's going on? Like, I feel like there's going to be something crazy later. Yeah. yeah. If they mine, will they, won't they get together with Dylan and Brenda and the parent stuff for fucking 30 episodes? <laughs> I will get a cowboy hat and accidentally shoot myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's pray to let's pray to God. You don't you don't Dougie yourself. Yeah, Dougie. Don't pull a Dougie. Dougie. Bring Dougie back. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's start a hashtag. Yeah. Bring back Dougie. <laughs> and everyone will be like Dougie. <laughs> Who the fuck is Dougie? Uh, so you, it's you next week, right, Casey? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Your episode's called "The Twins, the Trustee, and the Very Big Trip." Well, Ooh. it sounds like a lot of this uh, has to do with the same boring bullshit yeah. that was happening in your episode. Fun. Totally. More. Except with twins. Yeah, yeah. Maybe this next episode will flash forward to him being 21. Uh, <laughs> He'll be like, I'm 21 now. Uh, I'm taking control of my money. Yeah. That's all. Well, listen in next week for that. Casey will relay all of the dramatics back to us in 902 and OEA Relay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's how you play that section of our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, if you would like to follow us elsewhere on the internet, you can go to modernsuperior.com. You can read my post about Poltergeist 3. You can read other things on there. There's a whole archive of stuff to read on modernsuperior.com. And you can also uh, listen to our show, listen to Super Zero, Let's Scare Matthew Price to Death, Drink Along, Two Turntables and a Bottle of Wine, uh, tons and tons of things to listen to on modernsuperior.com, including the do-over and more. So do that. And you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash S-Y-N-W-P-C. We have been putting a lot of effort into getting stuff up there. Keep commenting on our posts. Let's get some discussion going on the news. Mm-hmm. And uh, let us know what you think about all of our episodes in the comment section on Facebook as well. You can do that. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter at S-Y-N-W-P-C. Um, that just pushes out things from our Facebook. So enjoy talking there <laughs> if you want to. <laughs> We check it sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Sporadically. Yeah. So do that as well. Um, and as always, we will see you next Wednesday. Goodbye, Internet. I hope there's a ghost at the end of the longest road ride. ride. Yeah. Road the longest ride. ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Straight cash, Dougie. Huh? Huh? <laughs> yeah, your classic catch race. <laughs> What? Huh? What? That's a pretty good catch. Yeah. What? What? This has been a presentation of the Modern Superior Media Network. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.